Hello, everybody, and welcome to Game List, a show about our game of the year. One month at One a time. One game at a time. One game at a time what? as well. You're so correct. That's the voice of one Colin, a.k.a. Colleen underscore. I'm Jake Twitchin. We've got a packed fucking show for you. You having a good month, dude? It's been a great month. February was great. It, yeah, I mean, it's it, March 3rd it's, right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Is March good so far? March has been fucking awesome, actually. I, I'm thinking I it mean, might be the best month of the year. Really? No. No <laughs> way. Fucking no. Well, it hasn't been uh, that well, great. I think February was better. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, February was great. February was awesome. Yeah. Was Short month. Coming out. Short month goes really a long short. way. True. I like that. I like that. We yeah. need. We could use like two more Februarys every four months. Yeah. A shorty. Yeah. Uh, and maybe like a long well, one. Like no, I'd like. I'd like no, a. I disagree. I'd like. It's right now. It's split like thirty thirty ones and then a twenty eight sprinkled in. Give me one extra twenty eight instead of like a thirty one, and then give me like a thirty five. No. 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 You don't want that no, special No, my line of work month? makes that so much more difficult. Imagine filling... Ooh, it would feel good pay, paying month. rent that month. Oh, no, you're feeling like you're getting one over be, on them. Well, but then you'd be paying so much more on the extra 28. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they get you on the other 28. No I doubt. Just, no doubt. I think about it logistically, like a pharmacy filling a month prescription during a 35-day month. It's, mm, yeah. it's too much work. Everything's you know? all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A uh, hell of a start to the show. Today, we're talking about quite a few things. We've got a lot on the docket. Uh, primarily, Destiny 2 is out. I've been playing Theater Rhythm. We both have now finished Hogwarts Legacy. We're going to get into that in a really big way. We're going to recap Metroid Prime Remastered. There's a ton of stuff on the horizon, some really interesting news to go over. But, uh, Colin, what are you most excited about? The thing that with? I'm most excited about, which I kind of... I kind of pulled one over on you. I get to talk about two of my most excited things in a row, but I'm being um, really nice because Destiny is out. Yes, you should be nice. Um, yeah, I, I put d- Destiny I deserve, at the top of the list. I deserve niceness for once. Uh, but no, before we talk about <laughs> Destiny, I want to talk about it's your special Psych month, Odyssey. Uh, it's my yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I fucking love I this thing. Tell the people, Psych tell Odyssey. the people what it is. So for those of you who don't know, Psych Odyssey is a video game documentary by Two Player Productions, which is an in-house production studio of Double Fine. Uh, you may know them from Psychonauts, hence the name Psych Odyssey, or Headlander, or... Broken uh, Age. Broken Age, which, you know, you, let's be honest. How you many know Tim Schafer from but. winning every, like dice or video game award yeah. or like lifetime achievement award he's old head of like lucas arts back in the day worked heavily on like grim frandango and a bunch of other games uh, of that nature um absolute icon of the industry and yeah genuinely, um, genuinely solid dude yes come to he, find out he's so funny so this is a this is a brutal legend spanning what Brutal Legend. That's the like the, that's the I think the biggest game oh, that oh, where like oh, if yes, people yes, are yes, trying yes. to like place who this guy is, it's Psychonauts, and then you should say Brutal Legend. I feel like he's the next way to get him. I get Broken Age and Brutal Legend mm. confused. Yeah, I've never played either of them. I've never actually played a Double Fine game. Um, Wait, yeah, you haven't played I've Psychonauts two. Psych- I've never played Psychonauts one or two, which I think in the future I think that's my next playthrough on YouTube. Oh my or god, my dude. stream is Psychonauts yeah. one and two. 
Yeah, Psychonauts um, 1 is good. It's aged pretty well. Psychonauts 2 is an unbelievable yeah. video game. I thought about just skipping straight to Psychonauts 2. You could. But I don't I don't know. I don't know. I hate doing you could. that. On I, like think, I think Psychonauts base. 1 ages well enough and you would miss out on enough that... Yeah, I would say for you especially. I don't know for everybody. For some people, I would say, you know what? It's on Game Pass. Go enjoy Psychonauts 2 and just play it standalone. Um, but yeah. it, a, it should be re prerequisite for watching this because what what we're yeah. talking about here is a documentary on the making of um, Psychonauts Two, of Psychonauts full of two, spoilers yes. for Psychonauts Two. Yeah, so lots of spoilers, which I've actually made it to. I'm seven or eight episodes in, and there's not been that many spoilers so far. Yeah, it's just been Psychonauts One was the first episode. Right. And then there's you, been a little bit of Rhombus of Ruin, which is the VR game that kind of bridges the gap. They'll like mutter things in this show within like minutes of an episode, unceremoniously ruining like huge plot beats of the show, of the game, yeah. basically. Like you won't even yeah. know that you're spoiled and then you'll be like, oh, that was the guy. That yeah. And I think I might just go ahead and play two like soon mm. before I yeah. finish this. Um, but anyways, it's a great documentary. I love video game documentaries. Um, I feel like I've mentioned no clip on this podcast yeah, before. Uh, Came up a lot during our Outer Wilds. Yeah, yeah. So no clip is wonderful, and they do documentaries. Um, but there's never really been anything of this scale before. This is like a 24-hour documentary with all the parts. Yeah, all free on YouTube. 32 no episodes. Um, it is insane. You get to see sides of development that you just don't think about. Um, mm -hmm. And it's an emotional journey because you, you begin to, to latch on to these characters that are, they're real right. people. They're not just yeah. characters. So they're, they're even more complex than any character that you could create, right? Right. Even with you like a 10-episode documentary series, you don't really quite grow the same attachment that you would grab from spending the amount of time and over the amount of time that this takes place in because i mean yeah. you're used to like this amount of time is typically reserved for things like multiple seasons of reality tv or and it is easy to think about them as like characters but it takes place over seven years seven years yeah, yeah. and uh, it's 22 hours of footage spread over 32 episodes and it truly does resonate where you know you're what seven episodes in i'm 16 episodes in no 19 episodes in now and you really end up at a at a point at a point where it is devastating yeah. when somebody leaves or something happens to somebody. It is a yeah. trip, dude. I, I, unlike anything I've ever watched, I can't recommend it enough. If you're a fan of games, if you're a fan of documentaries, if you're a fan of I don't know if anyone's like a fan of workplace drama, but behind the scenes of like the workings of an independent game studio, if that tickles your fancy at all check yeah. this thing out yeah i and i was watching it and i was i was watching it earlier today before i went in for class and um i was sitting there thinking i was like why did i pick my line of work when i could have gone into something where i could have this awesome like workplace working hmm. with cool people doing fun creative things um right. and i'm like i'm jealous of them i want to work in that cool office and have a right cool yeah it boss. does it does make you want to you enjoy know? that environment i mean it's obviously such yeah. a rare thing to have that sort of very rare thing available to you but really really and cool especially for those that for. like since it's such a long documentary you're not getting facades right like they can't just cloak their character for seven straight no. years so you're seeing these people for who they really are and it's been a phenomenal 
a phenomenal watch. Um, this will pop up again in our game of the year, uh, plus plus other categories. Yeah, yeah, I maybe best thing nominee so best far. Best thing, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm with you. I I'm blown away is, by it. Yeah, well, I I say watch this whether you play Psychonauts or care about Psychonauts or not because it will really sure. give you a behind the scenes view of how video game development really a- happens, mm. and it will give you a greater appreciation for all the sweat and tears that go into these games yeah Uh, we take it for granted like you know we can get pissed about paying 70 bucks for a game but whenever you see all the human emotion and work that went into these games makes it all worth it makes you want to go out and spend 100 bucks on psychonauts you know yeah it it does like i I literally am watching and i'm like oh psychonauts is like 60 bucks right now i'm like it's not on sale i could wait for a sale or i could just buy it now i mean it's like these these people yeah, I, I might play it on Game Pass, but I want to get the trophies in it because it's a platformer. That's and a whole platformer other trophy. thing too, dude, is like the behind the scenes of like, we're not going to get into spoilers here, but like where the money comes from. And where like, the money comes if you from. Know, if you know the like lore of Double Fine Productions and you know who put out Psychonauts 2, which is not a spoiler, that's common knowledge, is like Double Fine in the last five years was purchased by Microsoft. Like, you are going to watch a small studio hit it yeah. big, essentially. And, like, uh, and one of the biggest small studios is going to hit the gold hit mine, essentially. And yeah. it's. They, they, they essentially have unlimited money to be as creative as they want to now. But then you also see, even in the first episode, Microsoft was helping back psychonauts one and then they yeah, just dropped dude, them the story of psychonauts one is so cool we need to do like a fucking conversation when this show is over maybe we can line it up maybe i can slow down and you can speed up or something like that and next month we can yeah. just like spoiler cast it for an hour or something i don't know it's so it's yeah. so good and it does like you really do want to share it with somebody like you want to have that sort of like conversation it's already so fun to talk about and we're 10 minutes into the show and i could go for another yeah. 25 minutes even just on the first quarter of the show that you've watched mm-hmm. um but Let's let's move on. It's so good. I, I think we should move on. Uh, I agree. Maybe we should take a trip to Neptune. Yeah. Eyes up, Guardian. Eyes, Eyes up, up Guardian. Guardian. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> you said in the first trailer for Lightfall, you said, you know what? I might hop back into Destiny for this. Why didn't you? I don't know. Were... Same, same reason I haven't in a long time. I think it's just still, like, too daunting. The worst part about it, too, is that, like, uh, first of all, like, Here's a quick preview of today's games that we're going over. Like, let me just roll down the list. I'm not going to roll down. That's not spoilers. We've been playing a lot of stuff. And to try to just pepper Destiny into all that, for me, feels unreasonable right now. Especially with, with what's on the horizon. Fair. I think is what it you really boils down You were in Destiny before I ever was, though. Yeah, it's funny. I always think about that, too, because, like, I... Um, recently got my xbox um series s going and i was redownloading all my stuff and i saw that like i have destiny 2 purchased digitally like so i was day one midnight playing destiny 2 when it came out and i have my destiny 1 purchase uh not purchased i destiny 1 beta is on there too Mm -hmm. under my licenses and shit like that like i've been a destiny guy for a very long time and i and it's just it's just gotten convoluted where like I don't know, at this point, like, I own Witch, Witch Queen was given away to me on one and this on the other, and, like, you know, here's my deal that I'll make for you. I'll play Destiny 2 when Bungie makes it convenient for me to play Destiny again. And they haven't done that yet. It'll I know, and Destiny I said... I, probably. It, I, if they get it right, and only if they get it right. 
Um, but if they would just clean up their act, I don't know why it's not happening. Maybe it'll happen within the next two years under Sony's I, umbrella now. I, I wish that they would just say, Destiny 2 is a free-to-play game, and if you buy this new thing, you have everything that Destiny 2 has to offer. Come enjoy it with everybody. The Well, they have, like, the... You don't want to start your pack. game off with a fucking hurdle, man. Yeah, I know. They don't, well, though. I mean, they have the free-to-play version, which you get like a lot in the free to play version. I played the free to play yeah. version for months. And the legacy version is what anything. 40 bucks and then Lightfall 60. Yeah. It's $100 uh, to start your game. It, that game which, is like I mean, it's, it's such same, a blood it's suck the same of a way game. If you look at if you look at Final Fantasy 14 though. I would agree. I don't, I'm not here saying that the bar to get into yeah. Final Fantasy 14 is is low. And the problem is that like they start you with a hurdle. You know what I mean? Is that's that's how it feels. And you can't start with a hurdle. You need a you need an inviting pasture. See, come, I, I think most come people, wade like, through this Destiny pasture with me. I think most people just forget that the base game's free to play. There's a lot to play for free. Like you yeah. can just hop in and start playing, and then if you decide it's your thing, then you can buy it or or you mm -hmm. can drop it. Um, yeah, you're right. But there's a lot you're to right. play for free. For like the, All right, the stop best... bringing the negativity out of me. Let's talk. Let's celebrate oh, yeah. Destiny well, Two Lightfall. I mean, I What's going on? I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Whenever <laughs> I said I'd be Destiny. cool, bro. Um, but uh, <laughs> put it at the top of the so show for you. Lightfall is wonderful i turns out i'm in the minority in thinking that yeah, um i played this game uh, so it released on the 28th like at like noon right at the reset um and i got done with my work at like three o'clock came streamed it for eight hours plus did the entire campaign got the new strand subclass which has a grapple hook what is that um, for is that for one of the like you're like Titan or Warlock. They all have a grapple hook. They gave the grapple oh. hook to everyone if you want. They're all stranders. The, yeah. So, um, so Hunter has an ability to like do two grapples. So you, the grapple hook takes place of your grenade. So you're like, oh, I lose my grenade, but the, actually, the, you can grapple enemies and do a super powerful melee attack whenever you hit them. And then, I mean, it's like the the strength of a grenade. Um, but. Anyways, as the warlock, I'm a warlock, and we're called the Broodweaver, and pretty much everything we do goes into uh, creating little little boys called Threadlings. So the Threadlings are like little, <laughs> they're little, cool, bro. <laughs> they're little bundles of of strand. They're little little like strand rats or whatever that go and they <laughs> seek out your enemies and they explode onto them. Uh, but it's awesome. So I my entire build now is around creating threadlings this is how i feel when you talk about final fantasy 14, i know i know i know i know it's so bad um, i like i like things that are way shittier and weirder than that but and it's just so, like but it's funny it's funny to hear you do it and it's i, I going into this <laughs> i expected this campaign to introduce a new like cyberpunk ish location like a like sure. a neon city right mm -hmm. um i expected it to kind of be a avengers infinity war to set up the end game next year in the final shape um, I think most people didn't expect that and they expected more resolution. So I played the entire thing without ever checking a review, without ever checking any thoughts that anyone had. So I came out of this purely my own thoughts, right? Um, I love it. It's the most fun I've had with destiny to date. Mm. It's the most fun I've had with a game to date. Um, it's the first expansion that you've ever been a part of from launch, it's correct? The first expansion that I've ever been at launch. That's going to be a special time. No doubt. Um and, and it's just so fun. Granted, this campaign uh, 
introduced more questions than it gave answers, and I think that's yeah. most people's problems. Um, and a lot of people are mad that it didn't uh, evolve the formula of the Witch Queen. Mm. But just looking back a year, people were so happy with the Witch Queen because it it wasn't beyond light, right? But now that this campaign comes out and it's very similar in not not story wise, right? But in like structure to the Witch Queen, mm. people are mad that it didn't do anything else. But it's pretty much it's impossible to keep up with your fan base's expectation because game development takes so long, right? That's why I wanted to talk about Psych Odyssey first, is because people are so mad that this campaign comes out and it's similar to the Witch Queen in its structure when they wanted so much more, but just a year ago, they were so happy about that structure. Um, right. And then they're, so people are coming out and they're like, oh, we data mined Lightfall, and we found out they cut this, this, and this, and they're pushing it forward to final shape. And they're like, oh, we were cheated. We, they, they cheated us money. Yeah. But the thing is, people don't, under, like, you, you've got two that's options a, That's here. a vocal minority can, thing, though, because people that are yeah. looking deep into, like, data mine stuff is, like, you're, you're in the depths of, like, the Destiny Gamer subreddits, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and I, told, I told one of our friends that I play with, I was like, listen, we, they had two options. They could either delay Lightfall, which I would have been okay with, you know, you gotta mm. do what you gotta do in game development, or you can push some of those things back and get Lightfall out on time and make people happy. Uh, it's, it, you're, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't, right? And... It's it's like just because this stuff was in Lightfall originally doesn't mean we're never gonna get it right. It doesn't mean it, it's not it's not bad on the developer to push stuff out just to make things work. It happens in game development all the time. Sure. You just don't always see it. You see it yeah. happen in Psych Odyssey. You saw it happen with Psychonauts one and two, and all other games have these problems. You just don't see it because people don't go digging into I don't know Metroid Prime or something to see what they yeah. cut just to make the game work. Um, I think you're absolutely right. I think this game, this is one of my favorite games of all time at this point. I've put in hundreds and hundreds of hours, and I don't plan on stopping. Um, the campaign was wonderful. If you're a Destiny fan, don't listen to other people. Go in there, have fun with Strand. Um, yeah. The campaign, like I said, it does introduce more questions than answers, um, but it is the Infinity War type thing. It left in a cl cliffhanger, ready to be resolved so is, throughout the year. Is what um, is announced... So it's supposed to be like the final Destiny expansion next so or something like that? The final shape, which is coming out next year, is the final announced expansion for Destiny 2. Wait, it's called 2. the it's, final shape? It's called the final shape. Um, that has lore implications within Destiny. Um, but Sacred it, geometry shit? Yeah, so the final, the final <laughs> shape is... It's been <laughs> announced for years, right? Like back, I think it was back before the Witch Queen ever announced. They announced Witch Queen might fall final shape. Um, and that's the end of their 10-year plan. It, it's the end of the light and dark saga. So everything from Destiny 1 to the final shape will be one giant saga. And then past that, we don't know. Is it going to be Destiny 3? Is it going to mm. be another new enemy appears? We don't know. They need to... Um, I think that they should go back and they should retroactively call it just Destiny. Like, soft reboot and just like, no Destiny 1 or 2, just Destiny. Arguably, it's Destiny yeah. 3, but it's just Destiny. Destiny I, has the platform. It never yeah, should have I been think, Destiny I think 2. They, well, I, I think in some ways they need that, but at the same time, they need to... They need to drop last gen. It's, it's over. Mm. It's time. Yeah. It's time to drop yeah, yeah, yeah. last gen. I'm um, sorry if you're Final still Fantasy's on last gen. Last gen. 
this time. Save up, drop, just save up and get the new console. It's been two years. If you're still playing and you're mad, then we you got fucking roasted. We got fucking roasted last time you said this in the YouTube comments. Really? <laughs> oh what? my god, roasted, dude. I, I don't so bad. I don't remember I... the exact comment, but it was something that was like quoting you directly, and then like eye roll emoji, like easy for the guy to say that got his hands on one. I've been trying to get one for two years. Meanwhile, you want me to not play my games or something like that? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we got to remember that it's not actually available uh, everywhere it's not easy to just go to the store it, and grab i know that it is in the u.s yes now. in the in the u.s yeah. yes it is i think that there's still some availability issues and we're not here to listen we're not here I'm to saying is, stunt on the poris uh try harder <laughs> it's not that hard it's never been that hard no, I'm with i got with one unreleased i have you, friends who've gotten mold i got two things have, that was six months ago that that probably happened too and uh, times yeah. have changed since I, then we've had another holiday season their big push for availability but i mean still i don't know you can't been that hard the Series X is still kind of difficult to get. Not always Nobody in stores. Nobody wants a Series X, let's be honest. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, light us up in the YouTube comments. Plus one engagement, easy. Um, uh, yeah, it's time let me to ask you a question. Guys. I got a question for you. Um, What's up? I've now done... I mean, I've done a couple of World of Warcraft expansions way back in the day. I didn't play too seriously, yeah. but... Um, specifically, I was around for the Shadowbringers and for the Endwalker expansion launches for Final Fantasy. And I had played in the time leading up for that and, like, the off-season between it, and I play it now. And mm -hmm. one of my favorite things, and I don't know if you're going to feel this in Destiny, and I want to find out if you kind of do feel it or not, because Destiny has a lot of, like, instancing. And although Final Fantasy does as well, Final Fantasy also really lets it fucking rip where, like... You have situations where when you're playing in like the off season, if you will, just playing like normal destiny, things will be mm -hmm. like, you know, you'll you'll go to like the town and there will be people there to interact with. And some servers are busier than others and stuff like that. But there is like this magic in MMOs where when the fucking expansion comes out, you got a little bit of a queue time to get in. You finally get in. The city is fucking packed wall to yep. wall you go to the new yep. areas to get the starting quest and there's 150 people standing around all doing the same quest and shit and it's like this mmo magic that you really can't experience unless you're there for a launch of like an mmo like going and doing those same quests today that i did six months ago when it launched would be a completely yep. different experience for somebody um you getting I, any I of that agree. magic yeah and i i so i had there was a queue time to get in on the release mm -hmm. uh overall the servers held up pretty well i'm surprised that they did that well um, but the problem, I, I, I do think that raises a problem with Destiny is the hub world can only harbor like 20 people, 30 oh, people yeah. at a time. Yeah. So there's a cap to how many people can be in the tower. So it does limit that social interaction to a certain You want to guess how many people are in like a town in Final Fantasy, uh, like my city? I, it's a lot. I know that. Yeah, I would say, I don't think, it's never actually, I don't think it maxes out. It'll just stuff people in there, and they'll kind of, like, instance and phase out, depending on your yeah. radius to them and shit like that. But, like, you could easily, like, teleport into a city and then sprint from one end of it to another and probably run by, like, 2,000 characters, realistically. So fucking cool. That's nice. I, yeah. I wish there was something similar in Destiny. Like, I... I mean, they're always, like, if you're out in the open world, you're always going to run across people doing stuff, mm. doing public events, but uh, the social aspect does need to be improved. That's definitely one yeah. of the most lacking parts, which they're making step strides, so they added commendations, you know, mm. your favorite PlayStation commendation accolade thing. From yeah, it, I, I guess originally it was from Overwatch, really, um, at the end of the yeah. match where you could give rewards to people. So they added so, that in this GG. game. Uh, yeah, and it, it's it's really nice, honestly, um, because 
it helps show how vetted you are within Destiny because the more mm. of those you get, either the more you play or the better you are. Um, it they have different commendations per activity, so you can see where they focus. If they're mainly Crucible players, or if they're mainly Raiders, or mm -hmm. if they just run strikes like crazy. Um, That's cool. And you gain an like overall level. Yeah, you gain an overall level, and then that kind of whenever you're building a, a looking for group group, you can select them based on that level um so it, it's nice to kind of like see people be vetted within the community yeah. um and they're they're making really good strides this update was great they added loadouts finally let's be honest they should have been in the game at the launch of destiny one um they added uh they completely revamped the mod system which is really fun um or really modular you get it mod uh it, it's it's good is this um, something yeah, it's just, I am so happy with Lightfall. People have their issues with it. I, I Literally, most of the problems I've found is there weren't enough questions answered, um, which I think is funny because the last expansion was the Witch Queen, and she's the god of cunning or whatever. So literally, all she did was introduce new questions. So when this expansion introduced new questions, they got pissed. Um so I've been I've been running over all my lore books and going through all the wikis trying to piece things together, maybe find Jesus something Christ. that other people aren't aren't piecing <laughs> together. Um, I'm so into it, dude. I'm so into it. I I put probably 20 hours into this game since the release. Uh, what three four days ago? Um, yeah. I Look. yeah. Um, I completed the campaign. Like Long that was it like a week of, ago or is it Tuesday? Did it come out Tuesday? It was the 28th when it came out. Yeah. All right. It's been about that Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, Friday. came out Tuesday. Today's Friday, Friday. So, I put about twenty Good hours work. in. Um, God of Cunting, am I right? Sorry, I've been sitting on that for like 30, 30 seconds. Uh, you know what? That's that's okay. I, I could see it. I could see it. It, it was going to make you explode if you. Sat yeah, on yeah, yeah. I needed to get that out. Uh, um, coolest gun. This, coolest gun. This... Coolest gun. Coolest new gun. Oh, coolest new gun. Uh Oh god. They have Okay, you know you know in Titanfall 2, uh the smart I pistol do. at the end of Titanfall 2? Oh yeah. They introduced a they introduced and. a pistol with that exact same ability. You you don't even have to ADS, you just charge it up and it locks on and seeks out all the enemies. Yeah, um, it's really cool. Also your camera's, camera's freaking out of focus. Again. I know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> don't say anything. It's fucking embarrassing. It's embarrassing. No, I, I wanted to it's hilarious. Um <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> I, I, at the end of the day, this expansion was Infinity War, and the next one will be Endgame, I believe. And I'm just, I don't know, it's made me more excited for the, the end of the Light and Dark Saga than ever before. So, it's it. really good. Please go play it, guys. I don't, I, I... It's fun, it's I fun when your favorite game gets more content, bro. Yeah, I genuinely... It's the best. I'm, I'm glad I played it without listening to other people's opinions prior. Um, it's great. I could just sit here and gush about it, but I think we should uh, uh, listen to. I got one music. last question. Oh, for actually, you. I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Give it to me. Where's it rank? Music. Where's it rank? Take a guess. Take a guess. I edited your thing. <laughs> this yeah, is well, it's number one. This is one hundred percent number one right now. Um, it might, you know, it might drop throughout the year, not because, uh, not because I like it less. Just because uh, multiplayer games have a hard time 
staying high for me i like to give credit to single player games because that's kind of like my thing mm -hmm. um this is the only multiplayer game that i've stayed with persistently ever yeah i think um, like uh i think an, an honorable finish if i recall correctly my 2020 game of the year list that we did or my 2021 game of the year list that we did together was the year that Endwalker came out. And I, I was thinking about yeah. it, there very well could be a Final Fantasy fourteen expansion this year, but my guess is that it'll get delayed into early next year. Probably this time next year we'll be talking about the next Final Fantasy expansion. But um And the next Destiny expansion. Nonetheless, it was Endwalker, which is basically our endgame. Um yeah. where it, it wrapped up a five expansion saga. Whatever's next is very different. And uh it's still despite being the thing that I played the most last year and the thing that I probably have the fondest memories of in the long term, I'm with you on that single player thing where like yeah. I think I ended up putting that game at like fourth place overall on my game of the year, you know? Yeah, and that's probably where Destiny will fall near the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, I think top not... five is very honorable for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For, for a game like Destiny, you know. It's definitely it's... recency bias right now. Eighth like... year of existing. Yeah. No yeah. our our lists shift around, that's why we do this shit. Yeah. That's why we have Which this also, podcast. Um, I will say. So when other people listen, are arguing, we're having the jolliest podcast of the year. <laughs> listen to the soundtrack in this game. I have been blown away by video game music in the past couple of weeks. Dude. Um, okay. It's let's so have good. A little, let's have a little aside. First off, just feel free to send me a Destiny track to play right now because I'm going to play a song. Have you played Devil May Cry 5? No, I haven't. I've always wanted to. Okay. I mean, it's our podcast. No one's going to tell us the fucking rules. Let's talk about Devil May Cry 5, and let's talk about why I played Devil May Cry 5. You cool with that? Yeah. Okay, so let's start off with music, because we're on the subject. There is a fucking song. The opening, the title screen music for <laughs> this game is so ridiculously banging, dude. I was absolutely blown away. Blown away blown away you want to hear some yeah all right i'm gonna play it for you we're gonna fade it in and i am going to transmit it to you very easily because i'm skilled with the internet and technology of course can you hear it uh-huh all right i'm gonna fucking oh Ooh. are you kidding me what what do you think? I mean, pretty good. Pretty impressive. I will admit, I, I will admit uh, Dis Discord's kind of breaking half of it for me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Here we go. Wait, it's coming. Best part. Devil May Cry. You shouldn't have. You're going too hard. You're going too hard. That's called Devil Trigger, and that's the reason why we were DMCA struck and not profiting off of this video. We don't profit off any of the videos. Um, all right, but, I'm going to send you a song in a second to play. All right, sounds good. Um, the reason why I played Devil May Cry 5 is because there was a review embargo lifted for Final Fantasy 16 last week really? not a review embargo a preview embargo did you catch up on any of this dude uh not really i i saw it come out i saw where a bunch of people were invited mm -hmm. um but honestly i've been in kind of in the mood recently to just not consume anything about the game until it comes out um, well that's a bad idea if you do a video game podcast really bad for the <laughs> podcast but but 
it made my Hogwarts experience so much better because I had no expectations for that game. Sure. Um, and I, I, I'm gonna catch up, but I get it. I get it. Um, I am blown away by what I saw from Final Fantasy 16. Let's listen to this track. Skip to about two minutes. It takes a little while to get up to speed. Two minutes. I'm trying to give you the peak. Ooh, this sounds, this sounds like some Avengers shit. Superhero, this sounds like the end of Spider-Man. Yeah, it's very orchestral, like... Sure. Like superhero-like, yeah. Can you hear it, right? Uh, enough. Yeah. Surely it will sound better on the podcast, though. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Podcast is loving it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Yeah, and I, I haven't even sat through and listened to the entire soundtrack um, outside of the game. Yeah, that's a win. That's a win. But we're gonna it's, give it it's to got, him. It's it's the best music Destiny's ever had, um, for sure. Um, but speaking I'm of music, tell me about uh, theater rhythm. Theater let's finish Devil May Cry 5 no. and then let's talk about oh, Final oh, Fantasy 16 about. I mean so I played Devil May Cry 5 and the reason why I played Devil May Cry 5 is when this preview embargo was lifted it was basically a oh, bunch of video games the combat designer of Devil DMC May Cry 5, 5. is right. the combat designer for Final Fantasy 16 and yep. apparently it plays very very similarly and I played Devil May Cry 5 it is the coolest smoothest fucking combat system that's ever existed in an action game the problem that i have with it is it's definitely way further on the action side of things than it is on the rpg side of things i think there will be a little bit more of a balance in final fantasy 16 they also announced that there will be some not quite like accessibility options but like some things to make your life easier some items that you can equip in the game that will make you like auto dodge or auto combo and things like that if you are looking for a more traditional final fantasy playing experience but this is far from a turn-based battler and let me tell you final fantasy 16 is looking like an absolute banger dude i am so fucking excited for this game it looks absolutely crazy um The demo included basically what seemed like about 30, 35 minutes of storming like a castle. And it was you with a one NPC and your dog. The dog is always with you in the game. And you can control the dog's attacks by using the D-pad. Attacks and moves and heals and things like that. And then it's you, the main character, Clive. And you're with Sid, who is, I believe, the icon of Garuda? I, I don't know exactly how it works. But in this game, you are the individual that is representative or holds the power of the summons in typical Final Fantasy games. So, you know, Garuda, um, Ifrit, Bahamut, that whole thing, all of them are going to have a character that represents them in the game and then transforms into them in some way. And you exclusively control Clive in this game. You don't really have, like, traditional party members outside of your dog. The other guys are just going to kind of tag along. And you're in this castle. It leads to, uh, you know, a couple battle things. You're searching for some treasure chests and the environment and whatnot. You end up having a final battle with a um, boss. K. 
character in the traditional yeah. fighting sense, and then things escalate, and there is a playable section where you are doing essentially a gigantic kaiju fight with your summons, your icons, which looks very cool as well. Um, I don't think it would be that fun to really dig into more intricacies. You're best off actually going and watching, you know, hands-on from somebody who actually got to play it, as opposed to hearing a third-hand yeah. explanation of <laughs> how the game plays and everything like that. But what I wanted to say is that, like, the the thing that I heard is that if you want an idea of how Final Fantasy 16 is going to play, go check out Devil May Cry 5, which I did and I was satisfied with. I only played it for about an hour, enough to kind of get a taste and have an idea of what was coming my way, but already from looking at the hands-on stuff for Final Fantasy 16 and then playing Devil May Cry 5, even things like the camera angles and the graphical flares when you make contact with a sword, they all kind of scream the same thing, which is pretty cool. Um, and it leads us to a... Uh, Excellent fucking segue into something that's popping up on my game of the year list and something that I've been playing yeah, quite a bit yeah, lately. Yeah. An excellent segue. I totally didn't ruin it at all earlier. When no, I nobody had any fucking idea what was happening. Welcome to Theater Rhythm Final Bar Line, one of the coolest video games ever if you're a certain type of person like me. So what Theater Rhythm is, is it's a rhythm game. Think Guitar Hero is the best way to kind of explain it. You have notes that are flowing across or down a screen, and you are pressing inputs on the controller and the control sticks to mimic them and play to the beat. And what it does is it gives you a absolute insane amount of songs to play from the Final Fantasy games. It is something like, between all of the additions, 500 songs all said and done with DLC from other Square Enix games. Basically, any Square Enix game that you can think of that's not Dragon Quest, because Dragon Quest has its own theater rhythm line, is going to pop up in this game. They just released stuff from uh, the Saga series in Live Alive this week. Coming in the pipeline is Nier stuff from Nier and Nier Automata, yeah. um, mm, which is going to be pretty music. cool. Yep, uh, the Octopath series gets some love in there. Uh, the Chrono mm. series, Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross will be in there as well. Some really, really good stuff. But um, the thing about this game is that you got to be really into two things. You need to be super into rhythm games. You need to be super into Final Fantasy music. Lucky for me, I'm both of those things. If you listening or yep. watching at home are both of those things, Go check it out. In addition to playing the music, there's a bunch of stuff to kind of get you involved. If you're looking at the video version, if you watch uh, like actual video of this game, if you watch like a preview or a trailer or something, you'll notice that more often than not, there are little characters represented on the bottom of the screen. So you create a party and you level up a character and you kind of build them like a loadout and you get them to level up through the game. There's like a lot of bells and whistles that are making it a little bit more than just like pick the next song in Guitar Hero and have a good time with them. There is like overarching not so much story but progression in the game that's pretty well done and uh enjoyable to to play um i don't i don't have much else to say about it, it it's it's unfortunate because it's such a simple concept in game that i, I think i did a great job of explaining exactly what it is yeah. and who would like it and um, it just seems like unceremonious because it's my number two game of the year like <laughs> so well i have a question um sure. in the game do you like are the button presses like triangle x circle square like you gotta mm -mm. press the right button or is it just press a button at the time so you have basically like three main forms of input and it is a button press in any way so i tend to use the triggers quite a bit it just kind of feels kind of natural to go back and forth on the triggers yeah. but if you see like four 
um you, you kind of, your notes are kind of flowing through like four bars if you will but those bars are yeah. not indicative of where or like what you need to press it's there's only ever going to be two at a time so using the triggers always feels really good to me and i was playing on the dual sense edge and having the triggers not have to pull down all the way using those kind of like hairpin triggers that i could adjust yeah was really yeah. really nice too um but it's basically either like a pull of the trigger or a hold of the trigger or whatever, you know, the button of your choosing where you then have to take the control stick and copy the direction in which it's going. So it could be like, you know, you grab it, the note starts going, you're holding through the note, almost like you're playing like a guitar hero, long hold strum and your whammy bar, if you will, if you were playing guitar hero is your control stick and you're kind of guiding it up and down to flow with the song. Then the last thing that you would do is there's a lot of control stick taps and those are the more, um, I guess complex things where it'll ask you to like tap up, tap down, tap left, up, right, down, you know, in a pattern or something along those lines. Usually, okay. um, you know, uh, definitely the most complex part of it, but not overwhelmingly so. And there's four difficulty levels, the whole nine yards. It's all, it's all there. Standard rhythm game fair. Yeah, definitely not my thing, but yeah, there's a, uh, a like substantial music, demo, so. substantial demo available on all substantial platforms. Substantial demo. Maybe I'll check yeah. out the demo. Uh, 20, 20 songs the... or so. How's the DualSense Edge working out for you? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I had the uh, some gripes with like the face buttons when I first got it, and I think I was just kind of being like, I don't know. You get a two hundred dollar piece of hardware, and you're just like, yeah. I'm sitting right. here fucking with every little button on it, and I'm like, that <laughs> button doesn't quite feel the way that the other I, buttons feel. I, like <laughs> being I, um, a little fucking gremlin about it, dude. Uh, I've I've had a good time with it. Um, noticeable difference in battery. Noticeable difference in battery. Um, mm. One that I'm willing to sacrifice. I wish I didn't have to. Yeah. Um, but I was playing Destiny, like long, a long haul Destiny. And, you know, about halfway through, the battery dies. And I change over to my old DualSense. And it feels, it feels cheap. It feels yeah. cheap after handling this heavier, no, better build. And then I'm lost. I don't know how to play the game without my back buttons. Like I have, oh, I'm nice. just screwing everything mm -hmm. up. Yeah. So I, cra I, I crack out the, the cable because I can't go without yeah, it. Yeah, it's so I, funny, dude. I'm waiting on an Amazon order tomorrow for a fucking like nine foot braided cable. Like, dude, it's, have you tried the braided cable in the, in the, the, in the, oh, cocksucker. I forgot. I forgot that there's yeah, one in there. There's already one in there. And it's, it's quite long too. I think it's and like, it clicks in. It clicks in. Yeah. Fuck, well, man. You have, you have the locking mechanism that you can use if you want to. You don't have to, but I'm so stupid. Um, yeah, well, let's be honest. An extra cable is never going to go to waste. You're always it's USB to USB C. We're going to be able to make it work. Yeah. You'll no make doubt. it work somewhere. But no I feel lost without this controller now. And if they release a black one, I'll buy it too. I'll have two. Uh, no, I'm cool with the white one forever. The only thing that they could I change have... is if like if they did like the thing that you were talking about where like they had like a blue casing for the bottom of it. Oh uh, yeah, change out the, be, the flip off casing. I would like it if it like yeah. faded to black because it does like it, it does like work its way into a non removable into black the... piece or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I I have so I have like the little controller charger right here beside me at all times. So what I mm -hmm. used to do is just when one dies, hot swap it. And I should get uh, one of those charging docks too. I was thinking about that. Like, I've got a pretty like over here is the battle station. Like, if you're just a podcast yeah. listener, and you don't watch like me stream. Like, I've got like three monitor setups, and I've got shit mounted all over the place. I've got like on this side, I've got a uh, 
pegboard and on this side I've got like a almost like a server rack type of situation that has my consoles and my PC on it and then mounted to the side of the server rack is a uh, little like controller mounts so like I'm looking at yeah. I got my DualSense I've got my Switch Pro controller I've got my Xbox One controller and I've got a 360 controller all just like toom, 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 mounted here that yeah. I can grab at the you know as needed and I would love to swap those out for like I don't know. I would have to find something that could vertically mount, but if I could swap those into all like charging stations and just have it at the touch of a, at the same yeah. same ease of grabability here, and they were always fully charged and never had to be plugged in, it would be a fucking dream come true. Yeah, I legit have mine on my charging stations sitting on top of my PC at Sick. all times. Yeah, and sense, um, I just hot swap and it's great. But now I need two of the it. edges to hot swap the edges. First world problems, bro. First world problems. Yeah, truly. You need four dollars um, worth of controllers so that you don't have to be minorly inconvenienced. I know, dude. I'm thinking <laughs> about. I'm. I'm literally thinking about. Which I mean, soon enough, I'll have a pharmacist salary, so I'll do, be able to do whatever I want. Yeah, there you go. But, you can grab me one. Uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking about buying a second PS5 just to have in my living room whenever I want to mm-hmm. play PS5 in there. And just like upload cloud saves. And you so guys can't to... find a single PS5. Get <laughs> so fucked, commenters. So I don't have to unplug the PlayStation and take it in there. I just, I don't, I don't want to have to do that. I, I barely ever play in there, so I probably uh, it's so won't. So fucking but, funny. You know. uh, yeah. Too good. That's too good. That's the dream. All but, right. Speaking of Square Enix music. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of playing games on my PS5. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I bought Octopath Two on PS5. Dude. I watched you break on stream yeah, where did. you were like, I think I'm going to, I want to go check out Octopath. <laughs> like four minutes yeah. later, you were downloading Octopath and skipping frames on stream so you could play it. And yeah, dude, I think you sold me on it. Like not right now, but Octopath 2 is heavily on my radar. Tell the people. It's uh, it is just like the first one, but at least a little bit better in every way. Yeah. That's so what if it you seems enjoyed like, the first one, you'll really like this one. If mm-hmm. you almost like the first one, I can almost guarantee you will like this one. Um, it, it changes, it had, it adds some gameplay, uh, things, new combat abilities. Um, there, you can change the time of day in this game. And based on the time of day, your characters have different social abilities, like in, uh, like mugging people, or investigating. I was about to them. say, just like me, in the daytime yeah. I don't want to do shit, and at nighttime I want to do everything. He, he goes out and mugs people. <laughs> um, that's not what I do. But no, that's the music everything. is wonderful. The, my everything so is drugs and sex. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is why we have a plus 18 rating on this podcast. <laughs> do we really? People can't listen to it around their children because they're going to have Jake have an outburst during the middle of the <laughs> 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 More like the god of cunt is whatever the fuck my joke was. Uh. Oh gosh. Um but I'm I can't I've lost my train. I'm three characters in. I've I've collected the oh. third character now. Each first chapter is like an hour and a half long. Uh and every single intro story has been more it has ha- it's they've had better hooks so far. I'm more hooked on these characters than I was on the characters in the first game. Um, it should be noted I never finished the first game because it kind of fell off. I got kind of yeah. bored. The characters I don't played... really interact in the first game. Also uh, worth in this noting, game, they they do. Uh, no connection to the first game. This is like a, basically no, like yeah. a spiritual successor. It's a, it's you don't a need Fantasy. to play the first game. Yes, it's a Final Fantasy. great it's, uh, job. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a new world, new characters, but uh, similar, like almost game very play, very yeah. similar gameplay. There's Moogles uh, and Chocobos you know, and a guy named Sid. Yeah, um, it is uh beautiful. It looks so good. It mm. it looks better than the first one. The first one at times was kind of gray or kind of like brown. Oh, dude, it was the whole game was beige. I was so sick of it. Yeah, I tried beige, to start it yeah. with two different characters, and both times I was like, "Oh my fucking god, I can't." Very beige. I can't. I can't talk to this dude I don't care about in this library for another fucking second. Like, I need to yeah. leave this. This one's much more <laughs> colorful, which I think is great. You can even tell just from the box art; it's more colorful. They've added yeah. more color, a more artistic style, and um, it's it's just. It's Octopath, but better in every way. Yeah, so. and I mean, credit where credit's due. These guys are like, Octopath pioneered 2D HD? HD yeah, 2D, HD, HD 2D. 2D. Yeah. yeah. And now we've got a Dragon Quest thing. Uh, uh, that Dragon Quest better show up, bro. Where the fuck is Dragon Quest? Dragon Quest, like, 18 months ago. Maybe I'm exaggerating. I don't know the exact date. Had a Dragon Quest like presents thing that was like translated from Japanese that was live streamed where they announced like Dragon Quest 3... 2D, HD 2D and yeah. Dragon Quest 12 and we haven't heard dick from them since then. Do you that... remember the um Oh goodness. Do you remember the Dragon's Dogma presentation thing? <laughs> yeah, dude, the one that was like shit, we need to announce Dragon's Dogma. What do we get? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, fucking t-shirts. Uh, yeah, literally it was uh, that was something. Yeah, Dragon Dogma 2 announced. Cool. Um thanks. Speaking oh I, you know, this is a little uh, later in the show, but um, there's an upcoming Capcom presentation. Yeah, there uh, is. It, they didn't add uh, Pragmata to that. I think Pragmata might be dead. Dude, they haven't added Pragmata, Pragmata in like. Pragmata originally years. had a 2023 release date. Pragmata is not coming out in 2023. Pragmata no. will be lucky to see in 2024, and to be quite fucking frank, we'll be lucky to see it ever. I just don't um, know if it's real, if it's a thing anymore. We haven't no, heard it's starting a to look a lot. It's it. starting to look like fucking vaporware is what it's starting to look like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Live Pat Alive. So Live Alive is HD two D as well. Yeah. Live Alive. Triangle Strategy. Um. Mm -hmm. There's a there's one that was kickstarted. I don't remember. They'll refuse to make like, one with a good name. Just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Maybe one day. But uh, yeah. Octopath, is that it? Is that all the for Octopath? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's any, just you don't put much time into you, it, right? I've I've put like five hours into it. Okay. Did you complete a story yeah. yet? Well, it's not that simple. It's Understood. you have to go around and grab all eight people uh mm -hmm. to level up. So like like you do your first chapter for each character. Um or well you do your first chapter for one character, and then you take that character to the next one, and then you do their first chapter, and then you take them to the next one, and they do their first chapter. So um, does the character that you chose first tag along in the second person's thing? Well, they each have their own individual chapter one story, mm -hmm. and then, then they like meet up at the end of their chapter one, and then pr and as you progress oh, their stories. So then, so once everybody like, is done like with their go, chapter one, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, got it. yeah. Once they're done with their cool. chapter one, they're all in the party. But which is kind of what Live Alive the, does. Light spoilers for Live Alive. They all have their own story, if you will. It's not like a chapter, but it's like its own yeah. little like four or five hour thing that ends, and then once you're at like. Chapter seven, chapter seven stars all of them together instead of just one yeah. Of them. So you kind of you go collect them, but the thing is, you need to continue to collect them because, say, the first person that you pick up, their level is four when you finish their first chapter, 
their chapter two is level 23 recommended. So you have to grind up those levels. So I've gone and collected two other people and she's just now level eight or something. So by the time I go collect all eight people, she'll be level 23 and then I'll go to her chapter two and you just keep on kind of circling around, do a chapter of each person's as you go. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. I mean, I think that this is like the kind of game that I just pick up in like the middle of June when I'm like, I've got nothing to play for two weeks. I need an RPG. I'm going to sink fucking 60 hours into it. That's the kind of thing that I would grab. Well, yeah, and I know we're both not huge uh, Jason Schreier fans, um, but he said... Jason Schreier, friend of the show. Yeah, he's had nothing to, but, bad, <laughs> but bad things. He's had nothing but good things to say about this game. Uh, and recently he called it the Elden Ring of JRPGs. Uh... Yeah, and it it, it, he said it's the possibly one of the best JRPGs ever made. Hmm. Um, also, uh, should we continue to use JRPG? Have you heard the that the Yoshi P interview where he said that back in the early two thousands they didn't like their games being called JRPGs because they thought it was derogatory that they just wanted yeah to I heard about this. RPGs? I think that I think that um, it is a little bit weird to like refer to a video game as it's like nationality. <laughs> like I think it's just like, so easy to like if you I say think, JRPG, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that in my in my head it's more like referring to a genre of video games where I feel like he could be like pigeonheld and felt in a certain way, like as hearing things, it's like, oh, it's another JRPG. Uh, it might be something with like translation too. Like it a, a lot of things would be lost in translation. I think that we should continue to use the term. I think it yeah, defines I think, I think, uh, like a certain thing that you come to expect from a Japanese RPG, uh, Japanese role playing yeah. game is like a party based system with more traditional mechanics mm-hmm. than a Western RPG. Uh, I don't know yeah. if that's you know obviously those constructs constructs are a little looser than they once were. I mean, look at Final Fantasy yeah. sixteen versus Final Fantasy seven. You know to call those and like. They're, they're RPGs in the long run, but, you know, uh, I don't think any of us have actually called Final Fantasy 16 a JRPG because it honestly doesn't feel like a traditional JRPG. When you see JRPG, yeah, I think Octopath 2 before I think Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah, and I yeah, think absolutely. that it's like, I think JRPG just now is kind of synonymous with like a very traditional uh, like RPG game. And I think that yeah, and it's almost like uh, Sea of Stars. I would honestly kind of continue to use JRPG. it. I hope this ages well, and in twenty years, people are like, "Oh God, no, no, you don't say JRPG." Uh, cancel them, cancel them. <laughs> I would call Sea of Stars a JRPG, even though it's a not doubt. a JRPG. So I agree, I agree. Um, yeah, see, that's how that's yeah. why it stays. Yeah, yeah, I think so. TRPG, TRPG, traditional RPG. Turn, turn, TBRPG. Isn't no, no. Tactic RPG is that what you're thinking? Trip. Tree PG, I don't know. Yeah, TRPG is like tactics. TRPG is, I, I think, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Beats me. There. Anyway, uh, I played Wild Hearts. Uh, good, bad. <laughs> it's good. Um, it seems really good. I just don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like this is gonna be a bad segment, and I'm not gonna spend very much time on it because I'm like woefully uninformed on the genre and the differences between them. It really felt like the best monster hunter that you could possibly ask for right now it seems like it was better than monster hunter monster hunter is in a weird place right now because monster hunter exists so wild hearts is published by ea published only not developed it's developed by koei tecmo and it's the first time that they really operated on the 
EA Originals banner with like a pretty big budget. And what they did was they made the first Monster Hunter like, arguably first big budget Monster yeah. Hunter like. There's like Dauntlesses out there and shit like that too. But um, it feels so much like Monster Hunter, and it kind of struck at the right time where I wonder how much replayability and content there is for Monster Hunter fans right now because Monster Hunter is in a strange spot. Monster Hunter, the series proper is at Monster Hunter World. But at this point, I think that game came out in 2016 and then had like a 2018 expansion. So even the expansion, Iceborne, Iceborne. is still pushing five years old. Then Monster Hunter Rise came out, but Monster Hunter Rise was developed as kind of like a bit of a side story, bit of a um, spinoff kind of, where it's developed for the Nintendo Switch. And even though there's now next-gen ports of it and it's available on PC, it's still a Switch game at its core and it doesn't look as good as even Monster Hunter World does. So there's still Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak came up not long ago, and I believe we're probably going to get a second expansion announced for it very soon as well. It seems like we'll find out this coming Thursday, I believe. Uh, March 9th, there's an event that has Monster Hunter Rise and more on that later. But um, Wild Hearts seems like the next iteration of Monster Hunter, where if you're really big into the series, this seems like the thing to play. It seemed competent. It seemed pretty it's got some weird graphical flares to it from time to time but for the most part it looks a lot better than any monster hunter that i've played looks and i've played a little bit of rise i've played a little bit of worlds and um it's got some really unique stuff going the biggest difference if you're watching the video version right now you've probably already seen it pop up it's got a little it's bit of Fortnite. like a it's got a little bit of a Fortnite thing going where you can use elements and uh, materials in the world to build you can build walls and things to jump off of and you've got a little bit more like acrobatics that you can perform it's very interesting it's it's a it's a deep game you the know, thing that i got into with this game is i got far enough into it to realize there's too much here for me I, you know yeah my, and that's that's kind of what I, I where i'm at like i decided like i was excited about this before it came out and then it came out and i was like oh that's too much like monster hunter i wanted something yep. more casual and you and I are in very similar boats now where you have Destiny, and Destiny might be a little bit lighter, arguably, than Final Fantasy is. Final Fantasy eats up my ability to be invested in any of these other games that really want you to, like... If if the game wants me to learn how to harvest materials and cook up things that give me temporary buffs to my weapons and have weaknesses and advantages, my mind kind of becomes mush because I'm already doing that in one game. You know what I mean? It's like that slot is yeah. filled in my brain. And that's the problem that I've had when I tried to get into both the Monster Hunters as well. And I was like, I'd have to really pick one or the other to really give this the ample time that it deserves to get into it. Um, so that's pretty much where I land on Wild Hearts. I think if that sounds like something that you could be interested in, it's worth a try. It's on Game Pass, which is really nice. Um... Sorry, it's not on Game Pass, but there's it's it's an EA game. So with Game Pass Ultimate, you have EA Play, which includes a trial of Wild Hearts for seven hours. That's how I experienced it. Um, and then, you know, you can do what I did and what I'll do for like Jedi Survivor, for example, is EA Play Pro is $15 for a month. And it has day and date releases for all the EA games. So if you're looking for like a single player experience or just to kind of like demo something out, if the trial doesn't do it for you in the seven hours and the early access doesn't do it for you, buy EA Play Pro for a month and just play the entire fucking game and then be done with it. That's what I did with like Need for Speed Unbound. Instead of spending 70 bucks, I did one month of EA Play Pro for $15, beat the game, put in 30 hours, and then never touch it again. I'm going to do that again with uh, Star Wars in a month or two. Fuck it. Fuck it. Hacks, baby. No, I'll be buying Star Wars. Yeah, whatever. So I'll, you like could, I could go buy... How much do you think I can go buy Jedi Fallen Order for right now? 
15 20 probably, bucks. Yeah, I would say probably like $7 on disc for like the last generation or something like that. No, it's more than that. Maybe. But if you take that you're, price and add it to the $15 I could spend for it right now. You're at a date now, with your physical purchase uh, knowledge. Okay, you are correct about that. Yeah. Um, um, we both played Atomic Heart. Speaking of a game that's out of date, I don't... What a weird game. video game, bro. It's so weird. I... You beat it? It's, yeah. Is that right? Uh-huh. And I don't know if I Why? like it or dislike it. <laughs> That's, I'm still asking myself, do I, did I like that game or did I dislike it? I have it right here beside me. Hold on. Look at this. Boop. Atomic Heart. I paid 70 bucks for this thing. Oh, my God. Um, you bought it. It's so messy, dude. It's on yeah, Game so, Pass. Yeah, I don't care about Game Pass. I can't oh my Game God. Pass. Oh, um, my God. Uh, so, uh... What a weird game. Russian wants to be bioshock decided wants to be to bioshock so bad first person that is first person worthless. shooter it's like a b game like it, it, it it's this thing it, it's, it was like it's this unreal four fodder is what this game is where it like presents itself as being like a big budget game because of how good the tools that unreal gives you are and because of that, you go in sort of expecting one thing and you get another. The thing that this game did to me is that the trailers and the opening half hour of this game are very, very good. Really strong. It sends huge Bioshock alternate reality vibes where you're in like a Russian setting with all sorts of weird flying technology and uh, a lot of like lore and story being dropped on you. And it just ends up being a very, very cool opening I don't know, 40 minutes or so where there's just yeah. so much is happening. Um, and so much of what you're seeing is not endearing, the environment it's engaging, design, dude. Yeah. Like the, the world and environment design, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like the, the art direction for this game, stellar. I, I mean, for the opening half hour. Thing. Well, for most <sighs> of the game. Okay, yeah. I mean, you played more of it, but... Here's what it did to yes. me, is that yeah, this, this initial 40 minutes ends, right? And you end up in a situation where, uh-oh, the robots are bad now. The friendly robots from the whole game are bad now. And they dump you into what I would describe as the most unappealing, generic video game environment that they could possibly dump you into. So the first time that you're actually playing this game, you are dumped into a burning building. You know what I mean? Like a burning, like rubble everywhere with multiple floors and like shit going wrong in the building. And you're not there for like a small amount of time. It's like you're there two for and like a half. three to four hours. Okay, so it's I, I was there for two and a half hours and I quit the game and I said I'm not fucking doing this anymore. It is like I'm talking reused assets, rooms that look like the last room that you were in, puzzles that are like being already giant, recycled. Like a a giant facility with the same thing over and over and over. Oh my Which god! It does, it, it does get different. It does get different. But it's, oh yeah, it, and from they, the trailers and from the gameplay that I've seen, it does look like it does change from time to time. Yeah. But for the most part, I was they like, just, I fucking can't right now, dude. They take what they have and they stretch it out like fifty per to a hundred percent too long. Like mm -hmm. if every environment you were in about half the time that you're actually there, it would have been so much better. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I, I will say like. I beat the game. I'll tell you how the game goes, okay? No spoilers. Not spoilers, but uh, gameplay spoilers, but no story sure. spoilers. Um, <clears throat> you start the game. You have your little intro. Great intro. Um, hot robot ballerinas. Heck yeah. 
Um, I'm into that. Okay. Don't shake your head like you're not into that. Mrs. Mr. Tifa. More right. like Goddess of Cunty. Both of them are still in video games. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, anyways. You get dropped into the facility. Oh no, things are going wrong. We have to fix it. Let's get to the surface. You get to the surface. The most uninteresting, unrewarding, open world you will ever experience. You go somewhere else. You go into another facility. You come back out to the open world to go to another facility. To come back out to go to another facility to end the game. Like, I will, if they cut out the open world entirely and cut the facilities in half, each of them in half, and cut the price of the game by 30 bucks, it would have been like a 10 for me mm. personally because the story like the story that they built in this and the lore that they built i am i love it it's so cool it's really weird i love weird yeah. things like i feel like i've made it pretty clear on here i just like weird we things. know yeah <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's so cool um the combat at times is a little bit um but the story and the setting is so good. Uh, I will say the the main protagonist is so annoying. Mm. Uh, it's so annoying, but there's there is story reasons why he's so annoying and so weird. Um, I just want to love this game so much. I want to love it, but there's some things that I'm just like, <sighs> yeah. Why? Yeah, the open weird. world, they have these other facilities that you can go into to get upgrades, but all it is is just some boring puzzles. Yeah, um, the puzzles were so weird, dude. There were like three different weird. puzzles. Like, good, good, there was puzzle variety for sure, but each yeah, one of them, despite being varied. unique, was like, shit, I would rather do the same lockpicking I've done in games. Like, you, you tried. You know, you swung for the yeah. fences. You did some weird puzzle, but uh, God, is that not it for me? Yeah, and it's it does weird things. It's like I said, this was developed by a Russian studio. And like I've said, it's like the game feels foreign. Like, of course it is foreign. It was developed by a foreign studio, but like this game presents an alternate history, Russia, right? It also asks the question of an alternate history game development of games are developed like this today and they play like this and you like that. But what if they were developed like this? And what if this is the kind of game that comes out today? It just feels weird. Like, mm. the alternate history feels weird. This game feels weird. Like, it, it, it's just... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I would not recommend purchasing it. Now, this one is on Game Pass. Like, actually, yeah, all the Pass. way on Game Pass. Go play um, it on Game Pass. Don't buy it. But I think it's worth experiencing. Yeah, no. um, it's also hard. It's a hard game. Like, even on normal. I played it on normal. Like, the first... 30 minutes like, to an oh, hour? Man, there were, there, were, there were things that irked me so bad. There was like this fucking big-ass hole at the very beginning of that level where I guess I could have listened probably to dialogue that would have told me probably. to not go in the hole, but this hole looked so inviting to jump down. And you're in like these like 
corridors and rooms that all look the same. You're trying to navigate to the next point, and you don't have like a good waypoint of where you're supposed There's to. There's no go. good waypoint, and you're just like, I'm I'm spinning in fucking circles, going, is this that same room? This is where I fucking mm-hmm. started. How did I get back here? I turn around and I look in this hole, and I'm like, I must. I, I'm positive I have to go into this hole. Like to me, as like a gamer, my gamer's intuition is saying like the answer is we go down the floor by jumping in the fucking hole. I jump into the hole. And it fucking kills me. And then not only mm-hmm. does it kill me, but it sets me back like nine minutes, dude, to the to last the checkpoint. Last save point. I was fucking mortified. I was mortified with like the game design. Oh yeah. God. I'm getting fired it's, up thinking about it. Do you have anything else to say about really Atomic weird. Heart? I I wanna see a sequel. <laughs> You're a fucking I, monster, bro. <laughs> I don't understand my emotions towards this game. I you, you played Anthem. Yeah, that was a bad game. Um, I want to see a sequel where they improve on the things that were bad, and then I think it would be a great game. You think it'll be a sequel? The story, the setting, amazing. The ending, really cool. Not what you would expect. Do you think it'll Um, be a sequel? Is the guy a robot? Blink twice if the guy's a robot. I think it will probably... Well, um, he's kind of a robot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But not entirely. You kind of get that. I think it will. Let's be honest. This game was... Robot, Robot clone of another guy. There we go. I think I'm onto it. This game was partially funded by the Russian government. No shit. Um, yeah. Uh, so maybe. That's weird. All I'm saying is, if it's Russian propaganda, the big baller, the the mommy ballerinas, if they're Russian propaganda, do it for you. Sign me up. That'll do it. That's all it takes. <laughs> Fucked up. This is the podcast that gets us canceled. <laughs> Between this and JRVGs. <laughs> oh god. It is oh, what it is. Shit. So I've been playing Wo Long Fallen Dynasty, um, which is weird. I've whoa, had like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> nice. I see what you're doing. I see, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Very good, very good. Wo yeah, Long yeah, bit, yeah. Uh, and I didn't play it for a very long time. <laughs> uh, I think you would like this game though. I think you would like it a lot. Yeah, probably. I think I, I think I actually would. Um, there's just so much to play right now. Yeah, I get it. I think this is like more your thing, though. Um, from what I understand, this is more like Neo. I feel like my last impressions are going to be better than my now impressions of it. Like, I played more of the demo than I did of the full game. And then there's a yeah. new demo that you can play only for another couple days that you can grab on pretty much all on all consoles right now. Where it's one of those, like, uh, first few hour type demos where you can play, like, the intro and the prologue and everything and then carry over your save if you yeah. so desire to buy it, which is pretty cool. I played that demo. I got to the first boss. I struggled terribly on the first boss. I said, now is not the time for me to play this game, and I quit. Um, but it is a fun, fast game that is, I think, technically in, like, the Souls-like genre. It is tough combat. It's fast combat, though. It has... Uh, it feels a little more hacky and slashy. I'm sure you can be more methodical if you try to be, but it's got m- more speed to it than I think the traditional like Souls genre typically has, which is interesting. And I know it's created which, by the people that make Neo. Go ahead. Speaking of, yeah, so it's Team Ninja. Yeah, um, so it's Neo one and two, and then it's got a lot of like that I, DNA that you see I, in um, what's the game Stranger of Paradise, which is pretty. Yeah, cool. same team, same team. Yeah. Um, this has. I want to say this has Koei Tecmo co-developing this. I believe so. Or supporting this as well. That sounds um, right. Um, yeah. I which I want to play this. Um, yeah. I was not a huge Neo fan. I fall. I fell off Neo. This is honestly their best looking game to date. Most. Oh, of it looks awesome. Come, it, lo- it's it looks. It's really like, cool. Most of their games look like booty. 
like yeah. like real bad. Neo's I thought looked terrible, mm-hmm. and then Stranger Paradise looked just abysmal. Um, yeah, but this looks really good. Uh, which curious, um, you're also playing Demon Souls. I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Compare oh, yeah, the two dude. for me. Tell me, tell oh, me how man. one Demon Souls. Demon Souls feels like when I'm actually in the combat from Demon Souls, I think it's just like the speed of the combat is what feels more fair to me. Like it's yeah. slow enough that like I don't know, when I die in Demon Souls, it always just feels like it's my fault, you know? Yeah. And that goes a long way for me to like first of all to not blame the game is huge for me. <laughs> not not something I typically do. It is. Yeah. Um I am loving Demon Souls. So my idea was like, I only played Elden Ring with you. Obviously, if you follow the podcast, you know how I feel about Elden Ring. It was my first Souls game. And I want to just kind of like go through them all, I think. Like I'm getting that itch again. And I started with yeah. Demon Souls. And I think that maybe I should have started with Dark Souls because Demon Back. Souls is super unforgiving, dude. Like it looks so good on PlayStation 5. I'm having such a good time playing it for sure. But learning it's... how to play like a super challenging souls game where i can't just like run around and over level myself like elden ring like in elden ring if you have a problem there's a thousand different things that you can go do to solve that problem to power yourself up and get by it whereas like demon souls i have found myself definitely ramming my head into things and then finding myself in situations the biggest problem that i'm having in demon souls is the lack of flasks in flasks yeah. Like, I can get myself to a boss, and all I have to do is just go fight that boss over and over and use my flasks sufficiently, and every time I reset, I'm good to go. In Demon Souls, you don't have flasks. All you have is consumable, yeah, consumable heals, which don't carry over. So if you use the consumable and then die, those consumables are gone forever. So it's created a lot of, like, I failed this boss six times, I have no heals left, I'm thinking about using my heals, and because of that, I am not using them as, um... Yeah, I'm using them more it's... judiciously, basically, than I should be. I should be just going to town. And then it's resulting in me having to, like, well, time to go farm fucking heals so I can go buy, buy this again. So I have to go backtrack and do a bunch of healing. Yeah. And it's kind of a bit of a it's... pain in the ass to learn souls again on. It's a very... Uh... D- unforgiving? Uh, unforgiving, yeah. Unforgiving yeah. is good, but it's also, like... In this game, the bonfires are further apart than in any other Souls game. That's the other um, thing, dude. Is like I was so unprepared for what I was yeah, getting into with this. Like, they're a long way away from each other. You only actually get them, I believe, when you beat a boss. Is that true? I don't remember. I think it's only when you beat a boss. That's all I've seen so far. I mean, obviously, I the remember. game looks incredible. It's a feast for the eyes. I'm playing the Blue Point remake. It's still the... one of the best looking games on PS5. It's like one of three PlayStation 5 exclusive games. It's like that, Ratchet and Clank, and like Returnal, and, and as far as like a couple days ago went, and now Returnal's out on PC. Um, but uh, I mean. You're forgetting Destruction All Stars, like always. I keep on forgetting Destruction All Stars. I'm so stupid. How could okay. I forget that game? Yeah. It's so good. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm, I'm fucking loving it, no doubt. And it's super fun, and you do, you get that same rush where, like, I feel better when I beat a single boss in Demon Souls than I do when I beat an entire game most of the time and roll credits on, like, Zelda or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and, like, um, the grinding in the Souls days before Elden Ring was uh, rest at a bonfire, wipe mm-hmm. out all the enemies in a certain area, rest again, and just repeat, 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 repeat level up mm. do it again um so there, there's ways to grind it's just less fun than it is in elden ring yeah um, for sure it's definitely like 
I don't know, there is something nice about, like, the rhythm to these bonfires, too, where, like, you start off very straightforward. You start off in, like, the castle. You're running up, like, towards the main gate, and that gate is blocked. So you can try to go right, but that right door is blocked, too. So you go left. You go left, and you go all the way around, and you scale a tower. Then when you're up there, one of the routes that it gives you is to descend that same tower that you just went the long way around and unlock a door. Now you can go and skip that huge wraparound that you did, and you've got your yep. first like shortcut, if you will, up to those like castle ramparts on the top. Same thing happens. Yeah. If you die, you spawn back there. Now you can go up that straight shot corridor to the ramparts, across the way, down to the right path that you can now unlock as well. When you unlock that one, you now have your full loop unlocked. You have both shortcuts unlocked and you have the path to the main boss so it like the for the first game that came out in the series masterful level design absolutely super, and people hated it, on it back cool. then. oh i can only imagine i can only imagine um, um i'm really digging it and it's such I'm a still in the camp oh sorry mm -hmm. go on no go ahead uh i'm still in the camp that dark souls 3 is the best souls game even better I than think a lot of Ring. people agree i think uh um, from what i understand with the souls games is like Elden Ring, I think, is a, the outlier, obviously. A lot of people think that that is the best one now, but with the Souls, Dark Souls series in particular, I think that there's, like, a large camp of people that think it's three or one, most of them. And then for a bunch of people, they either hate or love two. Or love two. Are you a I hate or love two? Liked I like two. two. I'm in the middle. Hmm. It was good. Rare. But it wasn't, Rare. it wasn't a one or three. Right. I get it that. was different. The, I liked. I liked the fact that it was different than the others. Mm -hmm. It it makes some interesting changes uh, that none of the others do. So yeah. that's it fair. It was a little weirdo. It was like the. It's like the redheaded stepchild of the Soul series. Great. Weird but good. Understood. Um, yeah. We are probably going to re focus on demon souls maybe like just talk about it every month and see like where i'm at like i'll just give you kind of the update sure. um right now i'm on i have defeated the second boss technically uh i mean it's maybe like the third spider. but the first one was like a scripted death i beat the spider yeah yeah and i didn't have a hard time i had a summon that kind of helped me through that whole area which was really nice um yeah. the first boss was a lot of fucking grinding that's for sure but really yeah. digging it um, and super invested in that adventure and um, really good community behind the Souls games. Like, if you're checking out our YouTube, um, youtube.com slash at Jake Twitchin, my YouTube, yours is at Colleen underscore K-A-U-L-I-N-E. But I'm posting my VODs on YouTube and they're far and away my most popular VODs that I ever post. In my shorts, I'm doing like a series of them where I'm doing like a montage of all my deaths and the experience that I have for each of the bosses. So I just posted my, you know, second boss experience and uh let me tell you it goes shit goes hard and um the engagement on them and the people that comment that are like welcome to the franchise you're gonna have a fucking hell of a time like it's really cool to see so uh yeah, worth checking out great, if you're into the soul series um really really fun stuff but yeah. um let's uh, uh there's no fucking good transition here did you check out sons of the forest i'm so terrified of this game every time i see like gameplay or a clip <laughs> it's not scary it's um Yo, a, wait, I have a question. You posted a clip that scared me the other day, bro, and I don't think it was from this game. It was from something. I don't know what game it was. It was like you were reading something, and then, like, this giant woman popped up out of nowhere, like, so big. Yeah, that that's uh, that's called uh, Bramble the Mountain King. Oh, Bramble yeah, I've heard King. of that. 
It okay. kind of looks like, uh, almost looks like little nightmares, but in the woods. I guess so. I don't know. It fucking little... terrified me. Oh yeah. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, that game comes out soon. That was a that was a demo from it. Got um, it. Got it's got it's it. very similar to Little Nightmares. Um, Understood. Yeah, but Sons of the Forest is great, man. It's a great like community game if you want to play a game with your community. Um, it's a survival building game. You're mm -hmm. dropped into a forest with these weird mutant type things. You're on the search for people that have gone missing. You get to build bases, chop down trees, uh, go fishing. And th this game is the sequel to The Forest. Um, yeah, uh, which was one of my, it was. It's a super fun survival game. It's probably one of my favorite survival games. I'm not a big survival game guy. I don't. I don't like. I don't normally like the loop of building and crafting and whatnot like i like minecraft and i like the forest but i can't get mm -hmm. into things like grounded uh i know you really enjoyed valheim I, I played a little bit of valheim um but uh this the forest is great it's imagine that but the kind of scary creepy version of it um yeah. these mutant things it's too scary for you me. you have to go search caves i actually i don't think it would be too scary for you if you got into it there's not really any jump scares or anything. It's just uh, a vibe, a creepy vibe in the caves. But once you go through one cave, you kind of know what to expect from others. Um, yeah. There are weird monsters and stuff, but this game, if you know what the forest is, uh, this game just takes all... It's in early access right now that should be mentioned, only on Steam. Um, it takes all the aspects from the original forest and just improves on them each just a little bit. They have... The cool thing about this one is they added uh, some AI characters that you can interact with. Uh, so you have one... Like NPCs? The one, yeah, kind of. The one that you start with is Kelvin. Um, so his, his, uh, his eardrums are burst, so he can't, talk, he can't hear you, so you have to write on a little notepad to tell him what to do, and you can give him commands like, go gather logs, go get fish. And that kind of takes away a little bit of the resource collection grind um and lets you focus on different things so you can go have him collecting logs as you're exploring a cave and when you come back he'll have a mountain of logs for you to use to build with um hmm. and then there's also virginia who's one of the people that you're looking for uh she has three arms and three legs i don't know why uh she was a normal person at one time uh, but she's kind of timid, and if, you tr if you're nice to her, she'll come up and kind of, like, interact with you a little bit. And then at a certain point, you can kind of uh, invite her into your settlement, and she'll warn you about things or lead you to good loot. But she does nobody verbally communicates with you in this game. Um, Weird. It's, it's a really... It's all se it all seems unsettling and creepy to me. I could never play it. It is. It is unsettling. I can't even look at this times, thumbnail very very often. You 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 would get used to it. You should definitely. I, I will buy this for you if you played it with me one day. I would never do um, that. I was playing it. I was playing it with my community the other night. We had a great time with it. Um, nice. It's going to continue in the future as Twitch.tv/slash Colleen underscore. Yeah, come come play with me. It's fun. Nice. Um, I've been playing. Well, I played. Uh, there's not that much to play of it, if I'm being quite honest. But uh, I checked out Humanity, which more on the event that it came from. It was announced. It was re-announced at a state of play. This game has actually been in development for like three years. It's from Enhance, who are the people that did Res HD, a port of the original Res for the PS2, which shipped with a vibrator if you bought the right version. And um, not huh? a joke. Look it up. Oh, no, you heard right. There's no, no need for further elaboration. Like the vibrator that I'm thinking about? Or like a... 
It's like a like patch, a... but you know, you could use it however you please, wherever, whichever way you like to think about. Yeah. Oh, it's that. Um, and then they also did Tetris Effect as their most notable and recent work. Um, but they announced this game like three years ago to stay to play, and it's been absolutely quiet since then. And it was kind of re-revealed at this most recent state of play with a demo available right off the bat. And Humanity is this really weird puzzle game where you are a little dog, a Shiba Inu, and you are guiding around groups of humans to accomplish, to get them to like a goal, basically. And you do that by like barking and sending them in different directions with different commands where they can jump or get carried by wind and they're picking up like objects and they are... Just trying to get from point A to point B by maneuvering around the area. Uh, really fun, very simple kind of thing. A lot of people in my chat were talking about how it's basically Lemmings, which is kind of true, but um, kind of takes it to the next level. Demo is free. Demo has, I think, nine or ten levels, but then it has something very cool, which is a community editor where people can make their own levels, and some of the stuff that people are creating is an absolute mind-blowing scenario where it adds so much replayability to the game it's honestly kind of hard to verbalize and explain i'd recommend watching a trailer for humanity and seeing if it's up your alley it is definitely a puzzle game it has the same thing that res and tetris have where it's got a little bit of like a thumping beat to every level that kind of accelerates like there is like a musical element to the game that's really interesting as well super fun super unique and truly like one of the more enjoyable like shadow dropped experiences that i've had uh, in recent memory, and that's, you know, standing up there with uh, Hi-Fi Rush and Metroid, which are on my Game of the Year list. So this game is definitely, like, on my radar to actually pick up. It's also notable um, that it's a PS5 and PSVR exclusive experience. It's not a PS4 game, I don't believe, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, PSVR um, and PS5 Humanity, developed by Enhanced, published by Tha? Tha? T-H-A, I believe? I don't remember. Pretty cool, though. I really dig humanity. Are you frozen or are you mind-blown that Rez came with a vibrator? I'm, I'm reading an article about it. Um, <laughs> Wild, right? I... I wasn't lying, was I? Well, it, you, it was slightly misleading, but sure. in the end of the day, no. Yeah, um, I know. Wired has a really good article uh, called Rez's trance vibrator changed the conversation trans about women's vibrator. sexuality in games yeah. yeah dude it was wild uh, there was like i remember like it was a long time ago res for ps2 and that trans vibrator was like was early 2000s yeah and i remember like don't do the math i was a young i was a young lad and i was certainly not completely uh fluent in all pleasures <laughs> you will and the idea of that and some of the stuff that i read on the internet about the res trance vibrator was uh, formative <laughs> wild times bro wild fucking all i'm times. saying is they should have made one for us too so i could all, all i'm saying is pick up res bro <laughs> have you ever played res it's really cool uh i think i checked it out one time yeah, Res that. HD is a it's a nice it, game. Ages like fucking sweet, fine wine, really nice. Um, dude, let's get into the last time we talked about this game. I was I was deep into it, and you were just scratching the surface. I was and just now starting. 
we've both rolled credits. You've now 100%ed it. 100%ed it, and you have just finished it. I finished it. Yeah, I fucking I adore it. It's my game of the year. It's no longer your game it, of the year, but it's it for me. I love it. It was my game of the year it. until like a day ago, and it very well could move back up. Yeah, I get it. Um, um no spoilers in this conversation. No you know. spoilers. It's a it's no. a game that is um definitely like a story driven experience, despite being like a third person open world RPG. I, um, I don't know if we I think the story. It's Hogwarts Legacy. In case we didn't. In case oh, we good call, dude. That. Um, good we're call. talking about Hogwarts Legacy. Hogwarts Legacy. Hog leg. Um, so I, I'll, I'll give you my quick rundown of this. Um, mm-hmm. started playing it. I was walking around Hogwarts and I was like, dude, this is awesome. This is so cool. Hogwarts is so cool. It's it so cool. dense and, yeah. and confusing and alive. Hogwarts feels alive. Uh, granted, they could have used more students. I think they need more students in the sequel. Um, Maybe. because it's only like, there's only like, there's only like, there's only like 10, 15 students in all. I feel like that's a good amount. The thing about no, this, no I don't no, want to steal your thunder account. on your like rundown and explanation, but like, I, I really want to dig into the students thing because for me, it's the strongest part of this game and it's something it that is. is unlike anything else in not. like any video game. So here's what I think about this is that Hogwarts Legacy has the strongest cast of NPCs ever in a video game and i'm not saying like well except for like mass effect 2 because mass effect 2 is probably the only other contender and i know there are probably some people that are out here thinking about like fallout new vegas or like elder scrolls 5 or something like that that probably maybe give it a run for its money it's tough to tell outer wilds uh outer worlds sorry perhaps um but Mm. there is no game in the world that i can name more npcs like first and last names of or at least first names than hogwarts legacy like between the people that you meet like the goblins and the villains the students that you meet throughout the game and then the teachers as well that you meet is fucking mind-blowing like i love the cast so much all right quiz time oh no all right okay this character Uh uh-huh um her nickname is natty give me her full name nat natsai natsai nat natty natty on on site on i o-n-a-i i don't know her first name natsai onai natsai onai i was right kind of i did pretty well pretty well go ahead um okay uh potions professor shit uh it's like professor sharp yes uh defense against the dark arts i don't know who teaches it it's the fucking it's probably one of the few that i don't know he's got a foreign name i can picture him he's a fucking hefty man wearing um oh i don't know what he teaches then he's charms ronin ronin is charms ronin ronin yeah i like ronin Uh, a lot defense against the dark arts is uh dina heckett professor heckett professor heckett yep for sure okay let's go back to more easy ones um the person who challenges you to a broom race (laughs) these are great in pc um okay (laughs) imelda rays um sebastian's jerk of a friend oh don't say it i know this fucking asshole dude i hate this kid i hate this kid yeah yeah yeah. i got it don't tell me his name it is um oh it's such a stupid name too it just like sounds it's ominous gaunt yeah yeah (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> I fucking um, hate that kid, dude. Just because you're blind doesn't mean you get to be a fucking asshole. You're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> the, gir the girl who loves animals. Poppy, dude. Poppy Sleeting. Poppy. Poppy Sleeting must be protected at all Poppy. costs. We love Poppy. We love Poppy, yeah. Phenomenal NPC. Um, uh, no, I agree. The NPCs in this game were great. No more? No um, Samantha, dude? Samantha's my girl. Well, I mean, I can. Um, I love okay. it. Oh, dude. Uh, Ranrock's uh, right-hand man, I guess. Or Harlow? Ranrock's Victor Rockwood. Oh, Rookwood. Victor Rookwood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Victor, Victor Rookwood. Rookwood, and then Harlow is like the third. Um, I really liked even like some of the NPCs at um, Hogsmeade. Hogsmead. I liked Serona quite a bit. I liked the yeah. Augustus, the guy who owned the um, whatever shop, was pretty cool. Uh, I liked this version of Ollivander was awesome. I liked all of the professors, honestly. Like um, Professor Weasley, obviously was so fucking sick. Um, Headmaster Black, Black was really well done in that, like, he's kind of like a despicable individual. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, like, super cold and, like, not involved. And that's kind of the lore on him, too. And then, obviously... Really, huh? Yeah, I like, I think, um... I think he's name-dropped in, like, the movies or the books as being, like, the world's, like... I think they talk about... It's, like, a conversation between Sirius Black... Hogwarts professor? The, the worst headmaster or the most like unliked or, Hogwarts yeah, headmaster. headmaster of That's all time uh, between Sirius suck. and Harry. Um, um, obviously, our fucking main man, the god, whose name I fucking have forgotten. Professor Fig? Fig, Figgy, bro. Fig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Listen, boy, my short term bro. memory is actually fucked, but like I, I felt uh, a, a lot of connection to a lot of these characters. I thought it was very well done and really fucking impressive. Pretty yeah, cool I I loved this game and it made me go back and start watching the movies. I have watched the first three now with Allie. Nice. How crazy the is the time. last scene of three? It uh, ends oh, on a freeze the, frame. Yeah, when he's going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so, dude. It's so good. <laughs> so um, weird. I love three. Some people hate three. I love three. I, I think three is like a top three. The time, the time. Like a lot of people love two. Back. I didn't love two. I like two as well. Chamber of Secrets. The first two are like super nostalgic for me. Same, um, same. They're cozy movies, but I think like the yeah. first one I like more because it does so much world building, and you got to give it credit for being the first one. Like it made Hogwarts, like, it made I these like characters, and then two is just like here, here's more of this, which you know, hit or miss for me. Yeah, I, I like two a lot. Um, I, 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 yeah, they're good movies, but we're gonna mm -hmm. continue to watch those as we go. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, dude, dude, the game was fun. The story was great. It's fun. It, the combat is better than it has any business being. Literally, yeah. So impactful. Uh, so many cool moves. Like so many, so many moments where I end a battle and I'm like, I'm the fucking best wizard that's ever existed. Like I'm the coolest person that's ever played a video game. The shit that I just did was badass. It was yeah. so fucking sick. Um, I had low hopes going into this game, like. I guess back in the last PlayStation State of Play when we saw all the timers and everybody freaked out, I kind of mm. subconsciously freaked out and I was like, oh God, we have to wait on timers or like... Uh, you mean like the cooldowns? Microtransactions. Yeah, like you know how when you have to brew a potion where you have a timer? I didn't do any of that. Oh, well, I did. I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, anyways, it, it's just a good game. The Hogwarts feels like Hogwarts. and it Professor is Garlic! Professor Garlic's fire. It's weird going back to 
the movies and seeing things in the movies and being like, oh, I know where that is. Yeah, I know dude. exactly where that is. Or it is like going back delivering and on saying, that fantasy. Oh, it wasn't like that in the game. That hill yeah, wasn't there. There are some changes. No doubt. No doubt. And like like that, the, the greenhouses weren't there in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's fun. It's yeah. I, also, there's like 16, 17 students. I feel like there needs to be like 40, like just a bunch. I want a bunch of students roaming around with like yeah. 16 interactable. So like, like with this game line. starts, you're, it has the premises like you're a year five who's starting five. out at Hogwarts. And if you know your Harry Potter lore, it, Hogwarts is a seven year program. So I think that this game is probably, I mean, it's going to be like one of the best selling games of the year, if not ever. Oh, yeah. like, I think that's like massive already like pushing out millions and millions of copies yeah and that's um pretty impressive it's already in its own set right. record it's it's set yeah. records for like view counts and stuff so too. my thought is that this game is probably the first in a trilogy that will take your character through uh years six and seven until you graduate hogwarts it would make sense um to do it yeah. that way so that's kind of my guess well, currently i i hope it does beginning. i hope it does like like save my dude amit bro as well yeah Amit, um, oh, you know, what about that quest that I made you do? That oh, the PlayStation exclusive quest? Really shitty quest. Yeah. Really shitty quest. It was actually a really great quest. Uh, it was really stupid. That, that quest thought it was so fucking cool, dude. That quest thought it, it, it was, like, the smartest thing ever. The designers, the designers it, were fucking building that quest. They were like... <laughs> It was actually a really great quest. They'll, Don't listen to they'll never think of They'll never think of the solution to this. <laughs> um... It's a really good quest. Probably one of the best quests in the game. Uh, plus, it gives you a 10% sell bonus at the end, so you make a lot more money if you do it earlier. <laughs> wait, um, wait until they find out the solution to this puzzle. <laughs> yeah, so Jake never hit credits because he refuses to play the game correctly. Okay, first of all, the fucking the game, game. No, the uh-huh. fucking game. Yeah, it's the game's gives fault. You, it's the you game's beat fault, the game. Not your fault for not doing all the you side You beat quests. the game, and then it's like, if you want to do two more things, you can. And then you go and you do the first thing, and it's like fucking two minute cutscene. And then yeah, the last uh-huh. thing is like, really? they go, here's your last quest. You have to be level 35 for it. I haven't been level gated this entire fucking game. It's had suggested levels, which I have obliterated in my low levels. So it says you have to be level 35. Bro, I'm level 27. I've done everything your fucking game has had to offer me so far with no problem at all. Let me fucking beat the game. It wants me to go do a bunch of side quests so I can actually hit credits. Anyways, I'm not doing that. I'm protesting. The story always ends as the game's fault, not Jake's fault. So, uh... Anyway, how did Tifa Legacy... help you clean a car? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she helped a lot, dude. I did... Are we... <laughs> Is that a transition, bro? I don't know. I'm just trying to, to just see how <laughs> under your skin I can get about Hogwarts Legacy. A lot. The answer is a lot. I did play uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Rate it, rate it out of fucking ten. Nine. Yeah, Maybe nine point five for me. Half? Like it's so good, dude. Like I feel it's like, and it's not, good. it's not like Harry Potter blinders that I'm putting on. Like if and, you had like a different theme, like I'd really think it's still gonna hit really, really hard. You know, I, I actually, I want to say a couple more things before we move on, just because. Uh, I no, think that's fair. Them. Uh, I, I liked one hundred percent games. It's pretty obvious. I do it all the time. Yeah. We talk about it all the time, and. Oh, we gotta do a correction. A game, a correction. Yeah, avalanche. You got your avalanches mixed up. I do need to correct that. Evidently, there's two avalanches. There's avalanche games and there's avalanche studios. And I don't know which is which, but the the one that made this is the ones that made Disney Infinity in like the most recent Cars game. 
I, cars driven three driven to win yeah driven I, to I, win. I found that out that was that was mm-hmm. on my list of of things um, yeah yeah the this. other one is just uh, cause and all that stuff which like, cause, you would think that rage. they were the ones that did this to be quite honest you um think. but i mean these guys coming out of nowhere and becoming quite honestly a triple a developer like that is a triple a video game budget yeah. budget quality story every department was firing on all fucking well, cylinders when they made this and and quality like i like i say i like to 100 games so if there's an issue with the game's quality whether it's bugs or mm. collectibles not tracking i'm gonna find it right sure i had zero problems with this game no bugs nothing um but like if we look at atomic hearts you know every third collectible that you pick up doesn't track right Right. there's just i can in 100 a game you get to see a lot more of it than most people do and you can see how much time and care went into getting everything perfect um it was a great game i had very few frame rate drops how was that for you I had a couple. I had a couple like um sort of like the Pokemon thing where when it was like way in the distance there was like a windmill that would have like slow down or something like that oh, until yeah, you got kind of like close and like populated, but it nothing nothing out of the yeah. ordinary. It ran really well on a PlayStation 5 natively for me. I know the yeah, PC I edition had... has had some issues, um but yeah. Yeah, no, PC nothing, always has issues. Nothing to write That's home a problem about. with playing with PC. Um I had very few frame rate drops, like they would be persistent drops, but it's because I would leave the game opened on rest mode for like days at a time and i just sure. close the game and relaunch it and everything's yeah, fine standard fare yeah um it's a great game guys it's so good play it play it yeah controversy acknowledged it's a good game and that's yeah all that jk happened. rowling deplorable piece of human fucking trash she can rot and die no doubt but um harry potter universe go figure yep. kind of poggers it is it's good yeah Oh, you know what? Uh, my my complaint with this game. Mm-hmm. Where's our Patronus? Why didn't we get a Patronus? You gotta earn your Patronus, bro. I feel like we would have earned our Patronus, and you know, I don't know. That lake is there. The lake where Harry gets his Patronus. It is there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's there, so in cool. the Forbidden Forest. So many. Yeah, cool it's things. so fucking awesome. It's oh, so I you know, I was so surprised, like going into this game without watching much stuff on it beforehand especially like the launch trailers and stuff i i did not expect to be able to just walk from hogwarts to hogsmeade i know I dude didn't never... you feel like that should be instanced out yes i thought yeah. for certain it was gonna be like you click a thing on the map and fast travel there the only thing that you can't do is you can't fly, fly in into hogsmeade which I yeah. get, like, you need to, like, take the bridge into it, and it does get a little bit confused, where it'll be, like, you'll be leaving Hogsmeade, and they'll be like, sometimes it feels like all roads lead to Hogsmeade. <laughs> yeah, they, they, get, they, they cross the path to uh, Yeah, to I think it's when line. you teleport, when you teleport in, and then you walk out of Hogsmeade, it's like, oh, he's getting to Hogsmeade. No. Your yeah, and it's fucked. always, it's just because Hogsmeade is so, like, packed with stuff. It's it is, so yeah. dense. It feels so, like so lived in if yeah. you're so lived in the fact that i can walk out of hogsmeade hop on my broom jet over to hogwarts land yep. on like a balcony in hogwarts and then walk into the castle into with no door. fucking like loading screen is so ridiculous i'm yeah. really interested we'll have to like i don't know watch streams or reviews or something let's recap at the beginning of uh it's exactly a month from today i believe it's april 4th april 3rd that um the previous gen versions come out not even a switch but uh ps4 yeah, switch or xbox is in one july. Yeah, so it's gonna be messy, Allie I think. is 
is very excited to play Hogwarts Legacy on her Switch, and I'm trying like, to, yeah, to let I her do. know. I'm like, Allie. <laughs> you should download Lego not, Harry Potter and be like, here you go. Hogwarts Legacy. Be, this is not going to go well. This is not no. going to go well. I just want to prepare you. I um, wonder if it could be like one of those situations where, no, it's not going to be. I was thinking about like how back in the day, like multi-platform stuff would have like almost like full different games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exclusive quests or things were done differently or like there's like yeah, a couple examples of like where like the PS2 version is actually better than the 360 version or something like that. It's not even the cloud version on Switch. No, it's native. It's crazy. We'll see. They're going to have determined. to do some magic. They're going to have to do some actual Hogwarts magic. Oh, oh, oh Hogwarts okay, okay. magic. One, another quick spell, okay? Or a quick spell. Another quick quiz. Um, I say what the spell does. You cast the spell, okay? Okay. I'll try. Yeah, I did a lot of shouting I'll out the spells, dude. I yeah, streamed I this too. entire game. I've got a full playthrough, and every time they would do something, I'd be like, Revelio! <laughs> like, I would yeah. just do this fucking yeah. thing, too. It was so fucking fun. Um, Go ahead. The spell that brings something to you. Accio. The spell that causes people to suffer. Crucio. Uh, the spell... They all sound like Italian, so I give them a little flair. Yeah, kind of. The spell that Latin, causes probably. things to float. I'll take either one. Leviosa and Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah. Um, the I think I still have my Harry Potter soundboard. Uh, I had the entire time that I streamed it, I had a fucking Harry Potter soundboard ready to rip. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. You don't hear it, it, but the listeners did, and they they're better for it. The uh, Um, the spell that shoots a fireball. This is my favorite one. Oh, it's not combusto. It's a fucking fuck. It's so good, dude. It's so good. It's um. Shit, I don't know. Confringo. Confringo. Yeah, so good. Yeah, Confringo Bombarda. Bombardo was also very good. Incendio, Incendio sucks. Incendio sucked. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, All my homies so hate bad. Incendio. That's the one that's like, uh, it actually isn't that bad. It's just AoE, and I was just constantly trying to shoot projectiles. AoE yeah, doesn't have Depulso, that much of a use. Depulso. Uh, uh, Flipendo was also Flipendo, very good. <laughs> I love um, Flipendo. There's, um, there's like Defenso or something. Dude, so if you, if you get into like the dark arts and shit like that, which I don't think is a spoiler, but those are in the game you end up getting, like, those three unforgivable spells, which are, of course, Avada Kedavra, Crucio, and another one. Imperio or something? Imperio, yeah, for sure. Uh, and some of the shit that you can do in the game and the combat so, system with that... So great. So fucking satisfying. Like, with the... Avada Kedavra is, like, the killing curse. And there are so many times in that game where I'm like... I wonder if I could just, like, you get to, like, a troll mini-boss and be like, could I just, like, one-shot this dude with the killing curse? Mm-hmm. And you fucking nope. can, dude. And, yeah. like, the, the way that you feel powerful in that moment doing that in the game is so sick. But to take it to the next level is, like, you can enhance your skill trees so yep. that you can add. So, like, basically... You can chain them. When you, like, get Crucio and you start inflicting it, it's like a damage over time spell. And you can afflict people with that in different ways and it, and it curses and them puts it. a debuff on them exactly and then and if they're you all continue kind of to attack like, them 
Yep. Yeah, it just spreads to the enemies nearby. So like you, Crucio and then the someone. final, the final thing yeah. is that you can have the Avada Kedavra chain to everybody that's cursed. And it, some of the yeah. shit with that of like casting that and then having it fucking spurt out seven times and kill everybody yep. on the screen in one shot is some of the it's most so satisfying cool. shit in video games. It and really the, is like, yeah the the animation for the unforgivables it like slows down a little bit and like zones in on your character mm. um and it, it's mm-hmm. just really epic it's so cool yeah it is it's a it's a good game it's yeah a good game Anne and solomon bro and fucking game say anything because i'm gonna fucking say game a spoiler is, again fucking game it's is a really good, good game Game is good. Game Game is good. Game is my game of the year, and I'm not. I'm not ashamed. I'm like. I'm slightly ashamed of it, but I like it. I like that game. No, no, no. I don't think. Nah, yeah, I get it. It's a good game. I. It is right there for me as well. Yeah. Um, Fucking awesome. But yeah uh beyond beyond happy with my experience there uh i was also very happy about the midgar special pack <laughs> in power wash yeah. simulator this shit was so stupid dude i've played power wash simulator before and it's never really clicked for me power wash simulator midgar special pack is the second dlc expansion for power wash simulator the first one was tomb raider related which isn't exactly the ip that people are clamoring for more of when it comes to like i don't know in-game environments midgar final oh. fantasy 7 does does qualify, you know what's though. funny about that is they sold off the fucking rights they sold off tomb raider before the tomb raider pack ever came out but they still had the it tomb in raider, the can yeah so it's square enix so square enix just sold off uh all of that stuff with like crystal dynamics to uh embracer group they've been embraced i believe embracer yeah yeah wild times but uh so this is basically it's five power wash simulator levels and they are cleaning off like cloud's motorcycle and the little buggy that you take at the beginning of final fantasy 7 the second one is cleaning off the guard scorpion the first boss that you fight in final fantasy 7 the third one the beefiest one is cleaning seventh heaven dude the uh bar tifa's bar. bar from final fantasy 7 which is so much fucking fun to do the fourth one is doing a model of midgar like uh, you find in the shinra boardroom right outside the shinra boardroom and then yeah. the fifth one is cleaning out the airbuster one of the early game bosses as well and it's exactly what you think it is it's just more of this shit but i had a really good time like i was i just wanted to go and we made a little stream game of it where it was like, we're going to help Tifa. Tifa needs us to clean the bar. So we put Tifa on the screen and we listened to the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. We did the first two levels then we finally got to the bar and it took forever. And by the time we finished the bar, Chat and I were just kind of in the zone. We're vibing out to the music, chatting about this, that, or the other thing. Next thing I know, I beat the DLC and it's four and a half hours long and the VOD's on fucking YouTube. Like, it, yeah. was, it was really something else, man. I had I had a fucking blast with it. I really enjoyed myself with this Power Watch Simulator thing. And if you do something interesting like what I just described, I think you can have a good time with it as well. Like, it's a weird, small, little standalone thing. It's on Game Pass. It cost me $0. And I had a fun afternoon with it. That's really all there is to it. Power Watch Simulator, yeah. baby. Um, you jumped into Metroid. I did, I did. And um, your Metroid past is spotty as fuck, isn't it? My my Metroid past is... Literally Metroid Dread. And so crazy, I and I haven't even played Metroid, Metroid Dread. Dread outside of the fucking demo, basically. I didn't even know I had a demo. Yeah. Um... Yeah, dude, Metroid Prime is more up my alley. It's third Metroid person, Prime is sick as fuck. Person. It's first yeah. person, like 3D. 
Um, it's very good. And it, exploration it works, based. Yeah, it Metroidvania works really well. This, still. It does. It does. It translates. Yeah. It holds up. This is an old 10 out of 10 game that is still a 10 out of 10 with a fresh coat of paint. And low-key, the best-looking Switch game ever? Yeah, it looks really good. Um, very good. I. It hurts me that Switch just can't do like 4k because mm. you still see like the little like pixely corners on circle sure, objects sure. and stuff yeah. um it's really good i'm really enjoying it i'm doing a playthrough on youtube um mm-hmm. and i'm probably four or five hours in yeah um and i plan on continuing it. yeah, yeah it's, I, uh, it's really good i think it's awesome and i think it's the uh, a very cool like 40 dollar package it is obviously a port of a GameCube game, but it's a little bit more than that. Like, I think they put in the work to warrant the price and the game holds up so well and it's such a content-heavy game that I can't recommend it enough. I'm still only a few hours in. Um, I haven't played since we last did. The thing about Metroid is, like, you really need to stick with it. You can't play, like, an hour of Metroid and then leave it for a couple weeks. Like, when I restart it, I'm going to start from the beginning because it's one of those games where it's, like, you'll pass by a door and you're like, I need to get into that door. And then you'll go do things for an hour and a half and you'll finally get the ability that allows you to get to that door that you saw. And if you don't remember where that door was, fuck yourself. Oh God. You really need the ability. I think in most games you should have the ability to pin things on the map Mm -hmm. and add a note with those pins. Yeah. Uh, because it's just or like, I think, I think breath of the wild has like a good thing with like the icons that you can leave on the map. Like, um, you know what I'm talking Elden about? Ring did that as well. Yeah. Well, I no, just, because oh, does Elden Ring have it too? Where like yeah, you can have Elden like Ring different has, custom has icons, like a bunch of different icons. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. I just I, like I I like that, or I I just need to be able to remind myself somehow. A hundred percent, especially yeah. in Metroidvanias. Um, yep. they did a really good job about it in in uh oh god, what am I trying to say? In Dread, they kind of like just tagged it for you there's something that you couldn't go to or couldn't click. right they would just tag it for you um but i really need to be able to pin things so i just know yeah because uh, it is t- difficult to backtrack and you're sticking with it though you're you're pretty deep and staying on track, yeah on course i'm gonna stick with it yeah for yeah. sure it's a playthrough game so I'll, I'll finish it no matter what yeah i'll be getting into it into again probably um as things lull out a little bit in middle of april for me um cool you're rolling credits on dead space is that right i finished dead space um the cool. final part for dead space should be up whenever this podcast goes up nice. um, or maybe right after really good remake best of the best um it's really good yeah we dove into it pretty heavily so you can yeah there's not much to say right about it, it. it's on your list that. though game of game of the year list somewhere yeah yeah it's on the list it's very good and i i just recently played it for the first time uh year and a half ago but it's it's still worth a replay on the, nice. the new upgrade it's so yeah. pretty so good for sure um i checked out the messenger again which is a game that i played not to completion in the past but um this is a game is developed by the same team that's doing sea of stars um yeah. sea of stars is very much a uh, it's not a sequel. It is a prequel technically, but it is very detached from the messenger. It's got a similar art style to the messenger. Um, but it is, I think, far enough detached that you don't need to know shit about the messenger to get to see the stars. But what the messenger is yeah. is it's a two D, old school beat 'em up platformer, kind of like a shinobi type of thing or a Tenchu old school, um, game. 
I don't want to say too much about it because the game has some really interesting ways of like talking to you and having like conversations through NPCs. It is a self-aware game. And if you played Sea of Stars, you kind of know what I'm talking about as far as tone goes. Really, really cool. Uh, the Messenger, I, I don't want to say much about. It's available on like every platform for free. It's on, I think it's on Game Pass. It's definitely on the PlayStation Plus thing. If not, it's on yeah. Steam for like $8. The Messenger is cool, man. Check it out. It does things that you would not expect. I don't think I'm doing service to it, but I think I've already I... covered the Messenger on this podcast before. Yeah, you have. And I said, I probably won't check it out. And I still yeah. probably won't check it out. It's just not the kind That's of fair. game that I like. But Sea of Stars is, so I'll play it probably. Yeah. Um, the last thing is that last last month we talked about the announcements that came out. It was technically like uh, early February, but I went ham on the <laughs> uh, Nintendo Switch Online stuff that's available now. So I played to completion Super Mario Land 2, the six golden coins, which is one of my favorite Mario games, low-key. Really, really cool to see and super fun to just romp through. You can beat that game in like two hours if you use like, if you're either good at platformers or you use Rewind, which I did. Um, fun full playthrough. Mario Land 2 fucking slaps. It is um, Hiroji Kiyotake's first Mario game. It's the debut of Wario. Wario is the villain in this game. Um, it just does a lot of cool shit, man. Uh, can't say enough good things about Super Mario Land 2. And then I got into the Game Boy Advance stuff. I played a bunch of Kuru 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 Rin, which is a puzzle game where you guide a spinning bar. I am going to leave it at that. If that sounds stupid to you go fucking try it if you have the game boy advance stuff available to you and you like puzzle games at all go try this disgustingly addictive and frustrating game it's one of those yeah, things where i was really like, hard i was like god i'm so over this but i really want to beat this level and next thing i know i beat the level and i'm starting the next one crew 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 worth a shot the last thing that i played is the fucking star of the show WarioWare, baby mega micro game it's one of my favorite franchises ever and let me tell you this game fucking holds up this is the absolute original WarioWare that came out for the game boy advance it's available on the nintendo switch online plus expansion pass it holds up in such a big way the vod on my youtube of WarioWare is about two hours long and it is i would cite it as probably the most fun that i've ever had on fucking stream like it is such a fun little playthrough it is so weird and quirky but in a endearing way and it just stands the test of time man warioware is special have you ever played a warioware game no do you know what they are yeah they're like little mini games yeah they're all strung together so it's like each game is like three or four seconds long and it'll have a command like the command is pick and you'll have a fucking finger that's going left and right on the screen and then a nose and you just have to hit a so that the finger goes up the nose and then the next command will be like jump and it'll be you on a skateboard rolling down a hill and you get to a jump and you need to jump over the obstacle it's just those like strung together and each one is just so strange and then like i'd say like every three or four this the prompt is so weird you just burst out fucking laughing like it is such a bizarre game i can't recommend warioware enough i really want to play more um, but there are a lot of them are kind of like hardware specific where you need to have uh, the original Game Boy Advance to really enjoy WarioWare Twister. You need a DS to play WarioWare Touched with a stylus, that kind of thing. But all right, that's enough. That's enough me rambling. That's everything that we've played. Let's look at our game of the year list real quick. Hogwarts Legacy, baby. Number one. Yeah. Gear to Rhythm, number two. Hi-Fi Rush, number three. Metroid Prime Remastered, number four. You take yours away. Uh, number one, Destiny 2 Lightfall. Number two, 
Hogwarts Legacy. Those could swap back and forth depending on the day, honestly. Both wonderful. Uh, number three, Dead Space. Number four, Season, A Letter to the Future. A le- season, fit. A Letter to the Future. Uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's it's a weird subtitle anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, Metroid Prime Remastered. And number six, Atomic Heart, which could honestly be on my stinkers list. I don't know. I can't <laughs> Fine line tell. between Game of the Year and stinker for and Atomic stinker. Heart. It doesn't. It's so. I'm. I. I just don't know what I think about that game. I get um, it. But yeah, it's been good. It's been a good year so far. I, it'll, it's gonna fall off your game of the year list. list. You know, it's gonna it fall will. off. It will. Uh, Metroid like Prime probably will as well. I don't know if Metroid uh, Prime survives mine, and it's only at number four. Like I've only got those yeah. four games, and then I've got. Uh, spoiler: My Fire Emblem Engage is my stinkers. Early edition to my stinkers. I don't know if it'll mm. stick, but I don't know. Do I? I, I, I think I, wait. I don't remember if I have something in stinkers or not. I don't think so. Right. No, I don't. I don't have anything in stinkers yet. Um, but yeah, the year is young. It's, uh, it's good. You want to talk about good, the news? Good, good year so far. Uh, yes, I do. All right, let's start things off with there was a Pokemon presents out of no, not out of nowhere. It was for fucking Pokemon Day. I predicted that this was going to happen. The Pokemon presents was <laughs> underwhelming to say the fucking least. If I'm being honest. Um, they announced a bunch of shit for the Pokemon games that are always talked about. Cafe Remix, um, Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Go. They announced like a new peripheral thing where it's like a Pokemon... Oh, it's the stupidest name ever. They've had this little device called the Pokemon Plus that would attach to it via Bluetooth that would allow you to like catch Pokemon when you're not using your phone just with the touch of a button. They announced a new version of it, and what did they call it? Do you want to guess? The first one was called the Pokemon Plus. Pokemon Times... Pokemon Plus Plus. <laughs> oh, I should have. I, sh- I was going to say that. I was going to. But I thought it would actually be dumber than that. No, it's not dumber than that. It's, it's that dumb. Um, no, I then think they, Pokemon Plus Plus actually their big, their big announcement was um, the new Pokemon the Scarlet and Violet expansions, which are called the Hidden Treasure of Area Zero, and it's a two-part... So it's funky. What's been announced, basically, is that it's a two-part expansion is the first half of the expansion pack. So there's still another who-knows-what coming after this for the expansion pass. These two parts are making up the first part of the expansion pass. So it's like a maybe a quarter, each one. But it's... um. Two expansions that kind of look like they are inspired by... They kind of have like an Alola vibe, which is like the Pokemon Sun and Moon. Sort of like a tropical foreign setting to them. It's very interesting. It's a little underwhelming. They announced like four or five new Pokemon to go alongside it. It was all sort of like live action mixed with um, in-game artwork for them. And it was all honestly like more informative than it was like showing off the actual thing. Um, They're slated for 2023 but I think we'll probably recap these once they have more to show. Um, The most impressive thing that they announced, arguably, is they finally showed fucking Pokemon Sleep again for the first time in a very, very long time. It has been a while. Which, I think it had been like two, almost three years maybe since Pokemon Sleep, and they have a little trailer for it, and it's, you know, what we expected, it's still not out. Some people were thinking maybe a shadow drop for that, Um, but no. They have like a little live action trailer explaining kind of how the app works and it's a sleep tracker that compares your sleep to like that of Pokemon and it's just kind of similar to like the Pokemon toothbrushing app basically where it tracks your sleep and gives you an engaging way to think about something healthy which I think is interesting not a bad thing um I don't think it's for I, me 
I, I, yeah, I'm literally sitting here thinking, what is the purpose? Everything Pokemon just turns me off. Oh, like, that's weird because there's a whole sect of people where everything Pokemon turns them on sexually. See, I'm, I'm the opposite. <laughs> Except for Ryan it. Reynolds, Detective Pikachu. That yeah, Detective game. Pikachu is fucking better than it should be. Yeah, um, it's the best video game movie to date. No, that's not true. Sonic mm-hmm. the Hedgehog is better than Detective Pikachu. No. Yeah. I've never watched those, so it must be true. What yeah, you saying? should watch the first one. It's pretty good. Um, not the second one? second one's not as good. It's good, though. Mm. Um, Interesting. The the thing that I think people were a little psyched up on the Pokemon presents, and the reason was is because there was sort of an opportunity that was I think missed. They have announced three or four months back that Pokemon Stadium one or two, one and two, are coming to the Nintendo eShop via the expansion pass for the sixty four games. And I thought that it was prime time. I mean, Goldeneye was about a month ago to drop these games. The only ones that are really left to release are like Ten Eighty and Excite Bike, and then Pokemon Stadium one and two for the ones that are like announced right now. They put out Goldeneye, they put out the Mario parties, they're already to rip. I think a lot of people were expecting either a release date or even a shadow drop for those. Then there were rumblings of, you know, Game Boy came to the Nintendo Switch Online service. Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow maybe appearing, maybe Gold, Silver, Crystal, maybe Leaf Green, Fire Red, Ruby, Sapphire. Give us a little something. Nothing. Nothing. So I think people kind of got uh, their expectations a little fucked up. I think people always expect too much. Of course. Would you say Always. that it happened with another event this month? I would absolutely say that that happened with oh. uh, the Sony State of Play. Yeah, it did. State of Play. What did um, you see? What did you like? So it started with the uh, VR games. Mm-hmm. Uh, five VR games. What a uh, fucking there was shit Foglands, show, dude. Green Hell VR. Apps. I'm just naming these because I really don't care. That uh, PSVR 2 is looking... More and more like it was sent out to die, dude. Isaac, I disagree with that. Isaac Asimov's journey to foundation and before your eyes VR. Um, PSVR has had better support than the Vita ever got. Um, I think they learned a lot from the Vita. Um, I don't, I don't think the, the Vita PSVR had fucking two games. Was sent out. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But like... Uncharted Golden Abyss was a hotter ticket than Horizon Call of the Mountain, I think, as far as like a push for an exclusive. Well, I think you're also comparing. Uh, well, I say this, but I did the same thing just a moment ago. I was going to say you're comparing apples to oranges. VR is not handheld. You can't compare, but I literally just did. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's harder to push VR, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. I, think I don't know what to do with I, it. I was definitely I, expecting like, and I'm not, I'm already like out on the PSVR too. But this, it felt like it was a couple days. This thing fell on like the 23rd. I want to say the PSVR came out on the 21st to like the biggest gripe has been like, where's the Sony first party push? You know what I mean? Where's the big game besides Call of the Mountain, besides Gran Turismo, which is just a patch? Do you have like a big name? Well, again, I, I think people are expecting too much. Like, the answer was no. They didn't have a big game. They have nothing um, to show. They don't have a, they don't have you know, what's the big game that you're excited for? I'm buying PSVR 2 so that I can go, because uh, I can't wait for Blank to come but out. But we're not, we're not the target audience for it. How, how, for anybody you, who's not the target the audience. When was the last time you put on your VR headset that you own currently? Two years ago, and it was for exactly. porn. We're just, just kidding. We're, we're, not the, <laughs> we're not the target audience. But the target audience seems to be happy. Target audience is 
uh, VR racers. But when I ask that are, question, there is no answer. There is no answer. It doesn't matter who what? the target audience is. What so is the big first-party PlayStation VR exclusive on the horizon that you're looking forward to? The answer well, is we don't know there isn't the one. Play- we d- we don't that's know a problem. That's an intrinsic problem. Horizon right now. Correct. Well, no, that's not true. We know. We know. We know Spider-Man. Spider-Man. We know Wolverine. We, we know. I wouldn't count that. Last of Us factions. Uh, we know. You know, there are things that are like a given too with this. You know, like we know that Naughty Dog isn't there twiddling their thumbs. You know what I mean? We know that Sucker Punch isn't sitting on their fucking hands, not developing well, again, a game for PlayStation 5. you're getting into the 5. issue of expecting, right? I think it, expecting is a huge... I think expecting is a huge issue. always out the roof, and you're always disappointed. At the start of the yes. PlayStation State of Play, I literally said, at the end of this, I'm going to feel okay. You're going to be disappointed because you yes, expect yes, too yes, much. Yes, yes, yes. But I think that there is val- there is validity. Like we've gone back and forth on this many times, and this PSVR two, I think, is still an intrinsic issue. Is the fact that there is no first party game on the horizon whatsoever? You know, there's there no is, inkling. We just don't know about it. That's the problem. That's the problem right there. Like the, the fact I, that we don't, don't know don't about know it is the problem. There. there probably is. I think you're right that there probably is the fact that you have released your product to market without a clear pipeline of content for it is the issue. And that's what and I'm complaining I, I about. I think, I think the, I, I don't know. I don't know how their marketing is going. Their marketing has been weird for the past couple yeah. of years, but if my, my thought is if you unveil something saying this is for the future of PSVR, but it's not there at launch, you're not in, you're incentivizing people to wait to pick up the VR but they're going to yeah uh, it's, but it's honestly a, it's a like hard call disagree like, I, I because then know. you have to choose it's putting you between a rock and a hard place you either have to admit that there's not enough stuff for your PSVR in this argument or you have to not have a pipeline like you it's choose one well and then there's it can't also be both the, and it can't be one or the, the other the problem is you know we talked about it earlier game development's whack right the thing is they could have expected big things to be ready for the launch PSVR and then they got delayed, but you know the the supply line for VR was already in the works, so you can't. I don't I know guess. what. I, it just seems like I think there, something stinks, is what I'm saying. Like there's something fishy. I've been saying it for a while. I hope to be nah. wrong. I hope that they I, announce something and it's like a fucking absolute revelation, and they're like, "This is the PSVR thing that we've been waiting for." And I will still say, "Why didn't they show it earlier? Why did they not care to sell these things on launch?" Because. The, the situation that is at hand is that if you look at any other product that you could possibly compare, whether it be the Vita, whether it be the launch of a brand new console or anything like that, you always have some dangling carrot where you're like, ooh, uh, by the time that comes out, I'll have a PSVR. Might as well take the fucking plunge now. I'm not missing out on The Last of Us Part 3 or whatever the fuck game is coming to that exclusively. Eh. It's not Green Hell VR, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Actually, Green Hell is seems really cool in VR. That fucking Green trailer, Hell dude. is the forest. Green Hell is the forest without the without the mutants. Um, <laughs> the Green Hell VR trailer that ends with that shitty looking fucking tiger, dude. Oh my god, we gotta watch it. Hold on, I can pull it up. It's so easy to do. It's the funniest shit in the world. Oh my god. Here's here's your killer app. Here you go. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Enough VR slander. What else did they announce? <laughs> uh, they had a new Lightfall trailer. 
um, Chia Ugh. got a release date and Chia. a trailer. And, and and it's on PS Plus. I love that. Are you in for um, Chia for free? Maybe I'll check it out, but probably not. Eh. It's not okay. my kind of thing. Uh, I'm, I'm very in on Chia. I think it looks really good. And it, for people that are not sure what Chia is, Chia is like the third-person platformer adventure game where you can kind of Mario Odyssey into random things, inanimate objects and animals. Looks really fun. Um, humanity got its trailer. Yep, uh, talked about that. Date, and what's the release you know, date? VR support. Uh, it's in May. Okay. There's no nice. like date date from yeah. my knowledge, but it's. But in that's May. pretty pretty soon. Yeah. Um, your favorite game, Goodbye Volcano High. It got a <laughs> <Yeah>. release date. <laughs> Are we playing that? Um, Are we streaming that together or what? Dude, I could not put myself through that. I wouldn't I even wish that either. on my worst enemy. Yeah, it looks really. Uh, it's for the furries, let's be honest. It is. Um, we've got Naruto Boruto, the Ultimate Ninja Storm connection. I think this is a big deal for some people. I think so. Not for me. Uh, that's coming out in 2023. No date. Mm -hmm. uh, my biggest thing, Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to PS5. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Console um, announcement. And they had previously kind of said that that wasn't going to happen. So sort of a surprise. So they're also working on it for xbox as well mm. um xbox will not be at launch they said that they've had uh pretty much the series x or the series s is holding them back in their development and they have to take extra time with it yeah um so that's coming out on august 31st so i'll be picking cool. that up and playing it there yeah. was a really weird like looter shooter looking thing called wayfinder i signed um, up for the beta for that they never got back to me i don't think i should look yeah, I'm not interested. Uh, Street Fighter Six. That was probably one of the biggest things there. Yeah, Street Fighter Six had a. Uh... We got. Oh Cammy. shit! They did get back to me. Oh no! Nice. Welcome. You are invited to participate in a closed beta test of Wayfinder on the PlayStation Five. <laughs> nice. Oh, legally binding NDA. I'm not playing it. I'm not even clicking it, bro. Yeah. No uh, shit. It was Zang maybe I'll, maybe Zangief, Lily, and Cammy. Oh, dude. Um, should we talk about Cammy? our viral our viral clip from the event? Yeah. Uh, Cammy, I mean, it's kind of blown up on TikTok. I just posted it to mine, but um, Cammy has a stretch that caught us both off guard. Hold on. Did, did you at me in that? No. Bro. I know. Didn't I didn't think of me? it. I didn't think of it. Oh I didn't just fucking do a posting clip. You should post it to yours. No. All right. Cool. You should just at me. I should have added you. You're right. You should have added me. My fault. <laughs> it's okay. Um, Cammy's hot, a hot British chick. Easy main. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I, I. It was a deep cut, uh, making jokes about you know the the British people with bad teeth joke. Classic like meme. Yeah, I find many British people attractive. Let it be known. Oh no, yeah, you heard it, it was, first. It was a bad joke, but uh, I do too. <laughs> Anyways, June second. Uh, yeah, the Capcom. <laughs> Sorry, all you, you British. Sorry, British people. I I I, re I retract my statement. Uh, uh, this is going to be the podcast that we look at historically for getting all, both of us canceled. <laughs> Luckily, um, it's like three hours fucking long, and no one's going to listen. Yeah, this far. they're not going to listen this long. <laughs> um, we had RE4, which is my. If you listen this uh, far, hashtag cancel calling in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, yes. Any press is good press, right? Um, I don't know. 
For me, it is. What are they going to do? Okay. Yeah. Get my YouTube channel canceled? That sucks. Maybe. I'll just start over. I'm not that far off. Not um, sure. Resident Evil 4, new trailer. Looks good. Looks good. Very exciting. Yeah, uh, did look good. Uh, and then the last 15 minutes, we got to watch some oy, oy, oy. boring characters float around a boring world. Uh, yeah, what do you make of Boring that? enemies. And the Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the discourse has been pretty self-explanatory. It's basically like, this is a games-as-a-service hell. Um, yeah. Four-player, persistently online. It is taking what the fans loved about the Arkham series, which I'm not even big on the Arkham series in the first place. And throwing it in the trash. Yeah, and saying, here's this neon Technicolor nightmare, dude. Um, it's it's Honestly, it's quite a shame. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, the problem... Again, uh, Jason Schreier Hmm. says, you know, the problem with game development these days is it takes so long to develop a game. By the time it's out, the public zeitgeist has already shifted on to the next thing. Yeah. And what you're putting out is old news. Had they put this game out four or five years ago, I bet it would be having a lot better reception. Back in the days where it was like, oh, live service is killing single player. Let's go, you know. Um, they started building this game in a different time when we wanted different types of games. Uh, yeah. and it's just, I'm not excited. I I'm not also, uh, this requires a persistent internet connection, uh, for single player. And I hate that. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what to make of it. It doesn't look, it's got like an identity crisis. It doesn't know what it wants to be uh, or it knows exactly what it wants to be and it's something that's undesirable it just seems like it's all fucking over the place and it's just i couldn't be less interested in the game at the same time it does look like something i would fucking play like that i would pick up and like <laughs> play when it was 20 bucks or something like that with like some buddies like there is something to it um but it don't worry just... it won't take long because gotham knights is already 20 bucks yeah i know i know uh gotham knights looks more appealing than this game I think so. Yeah, I'm more you know? interested in Gotham Knights than this game. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's sad. This was <laughs> supposed to be problem. the redemption. Just look at the trailer. If you're watching the video version right now, they spend more time in the air than anything. They're yeah. always in the air. Captain Boomerang dives off a building. What is his superpower? He just throws boomerangs. Why is he diving off of buildings? <laughs> that's the biggest the biggest thing that people are like calling out is that like traditionally the Batman games were all about like their hand to hand combat. You had like your battering and stuff like that. But Captain Boomerang doesn't even use a boomerang. All of the characters what they've created he is a third person shooter. Everybody uses guns. It's all a third person shooter. It's very weird, dude. It's strange. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think this the game is fucking dead on arrival. I think is is purple orbs. Everything yeah. you shoot, purple orbs. Yeah, I think the discourse on this game is going to be like this was the bridge too far on games as a service. I think that they've finally gone too far in the wrong direction, and I think that you'll be able to like track back and probably look at like Jedi Survivor versus this, and where your seventy dollars is best spent is on like a strictly single player 10 to 12 hour experience as opposed to a game that's trying to nickel and dime you for cosmetics that you don't even really want to play so that you can get your numbers to go higher when you fight the bad guys it's a a messy situation yeah not great great. i just don't understand how they went from having it so right with arkham to this yeah it's sad And, and, and it took them nine fucking years or something to do it too yeah wild um, um 
on the subject of but, Jedi Survivor? Yeah, on on a, on a happier subject, like this is the game that showed EA that single player is still viable, right? Jedi yeah. Fallen Order, it made EA kind of turn around and be like, and "Hey, it's respawn, baby." It's respawn, respawn baby. Respawn's fire. Fucking doing uh, it. Titanfall, I, Apex, recently canceled so, Apex spinoff that sounded like it was Titanfall 3, kind of. Yeah, and Apex Mobile, RIP. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, so I, I, I think it was a couple months ago I messaged you and said, or maybe it was when you were streaming, I was like, hey, there's like a nine-minute preview of Jedi That's Survivor right. up. Mm -hmm. uh, I never watched that, and Either. I've not watched anything since then on yeah. this game. So I'm happy to go in. Yeah, it is kind uh, of one of those games where I'm like, I'm never really like amped up to see like more Jedi Survivor. I think like first couple of trailers, I was like, yeah, this looks like more Jedi Survivor. I'm in. Yeah, I'm good. I'm 100% like more in. Jedi Fallen Order. I'm misspeaking. Um, um, although they did they did make an improvement in this game. You, there is a dismemberment on human enemies in this game oh, as cool. well. Because you remember the first one, they were like, oh, we just gotta like, you know, t keep the, that T rating. Um, uh, I guess they managed it with this as well but there's yeah, actual so dismemberment big fucking blood spurts and shit like that yeah in yeah. but uh the news here is that it got delayed it got delayed to just like a, like six what, weeks. a couple of weeks something like that it yeah. was six a so six week delay it's coming out april 28th now uh instead of coming out in the middle of march which i think is fine um at the yeah, same time it moved to dead island 2's <laughs> release date and dead island says no bro don't no please, and they no. pushed their game up they said we'll be ready a week earlier please give us a shot uh so you know dead they island couldn't 2. push it back because they've been delayed years and so years many times and years. they would be made so they would just get made fun of so badly if they pushed it back again oh absolutely they um, absolutely would Arguably, it would have been the better decision to push it in like June, which is looking pretty bare. But yeah, yeah. Um, we talked about are the Nintendo in... Direct oh, last are you time. Into Dead Island Two? No, no. I barely like Dead Island One. Oh, okay. I don't really like zombie games. It's bloody and gory, and that's their biggest selling point, typically. Uh, if it comes to Game Pass, it was like the kind of thing that I would play with like my homies on the weekend. Like I played, I played Back for Blood for two nights. It was fine. That's a good game. So she's all right. Um, we, we talked last episode about the Nintendo Direct, which showed off Zelda, but there was a really interesting leak, a nightmarish leak that could happen for a game that's still like two and a half months away, three months from releasing. Um, I didn't look at the content, but uh, this is more of like a viewer or listener beware. There are some pretty significant Zelda Tears of the Kingdom leaks out there. Have you heard about this? No, not a single bit. The entire art book that comes with the collector's edition of the game leaked from like a foreign country. So there are pictures of like... I don't know if it's DLC stuff, but like costumes and enemies and things like Zelda is probably the game that is the closest to coming out that they have shown the least of historically ever for Nintendo. And they have been playing everything surprisingly uh, close. Like they do not want stuff getting out there. And the amount of stuff that got out there is devastating for any video game developer to to see. So beware. There's there's some shit out there you'd probably not like to see from uh, Tears of the Kingdom right now. Um I got another PSA for Nintendo owners. So Tears of the Kingdom is confirmed a $70 video game. Right now, Nintendo Switch Online for US customers, you can go and buy the Nintendo Switch Game Voucher. It's $99, and it is for a pair of Switch Game Vouchers. The way that this works is you pay $99, and you can redeem for any first-party published Nintendo video game of your choice two times. You get two of these vouchers. What that means is that for $99, you can redeem for a pre-order of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, 
and then use your other voucher to pre-order, say, Pikmin 4 or Bayonetta Origins, or you could even go back into the history books and you could grab WarioWare, or you could grab Luigi's Mansion 3, or you could grab Mario Odyssey, or even Breath of the Wild. This is a pretty good savings. The fact that for if you're already going to invest $70 into Tears of the Kingdom, this is a great way to pre-order it digitally, and then for the additional $30, you have the value of what is up to another $70 theoretically game. Um, you have 365 days to redeem them for a game of your choice. I'm assuming games that are announced for the holiday season will also be eligible. Uh, I went to the point that I picked up four of the game vouchers because I'm a monster man who knows that he's going to play a bunch of shit and that there's some things in the the backlog that don't drop in price often that I would like to grab as well if they don't announce new things. Um, To take it a step further, you can usually find deals on Nintendo Switch eShop credit. So I was able to pick up $100 worth of vouchers or uh, 45 bucks a piece for $50 cards from Newegg.com. If you're a Costco member, I believe right now it's still going, that you can get $50 cards up to two of them or three of them for $40, so even more savings there. You're looking at potentially spending $80 for a pair of $100 vouchers to get up to $140 worth of credit. It's convoluted. It's a little complicated. Go onto your Switch eShop, look at the landing page, see if the vouchers are available for you, look at the list of games. If it interests you, it's gameless, saving you a couple bucks. You're welcome. You yeah. grabbing some vouchers? No. Okay. I don't play enough Nintendo games. Are you going to get Breath of the Wild? It... Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah, but okay. I couldn't think of a second game that I was going to spend a voucher on. I bet there's something. Um, if you if you scroll through that list, there's probably an old $60 game. Like, you could get it for Mario Kart if you don't already have Mario Kart, that kind of thing. I have Mario Kart. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you know Blade Chronicles yeah. 3? No, I'm not going to play that. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that game sucks. Yeah, it's not the best from, you know. No, it's not last year's yeah. greatest game. Yeah, um, there was an unceremonious announcement of Mortal Kombat 12. Yeah, and an <laughs> investor call. You know what's crazy, dude, is that this year, we're getting Mortal Kombat 12, Tekken Street 8, Fighter. and Street Fighter yeah. 6. The big three fighting games are all getting new iterations this year. And you know what that means? I'm spending $210 on fighting games this year that I'm not going to be good at and I'm not going to be playing for more than eight hours. But I think Mortal Kombat always feels the best out of all of them to play. Hey, bro, they're, think... on, they're on Game Pass. They're on Game Pass. You don't they have to buy be. any of them. They're on Game Pass. If they are, I'll, I'll, I'll not buy them, no doubt. Um, um, but I think Mortal Kombat is always like... Mortal Kombat has a really cool story mode for its last couple iterations. Like uh, 9, 10, and 11 all have like a pretty substantial like eight or nine hour cutscene heavy... Um, I don't know, story that I've enjoyed. Street Fighter looks like it's making a push as well to sort of have some stuff going on there from like the third person perspective in a actual story-based game, but Mortal Kombat seems to be the king. Tekken is just fun little standalone arcade fights, of course, but they've had some single-player stuff too. Tekken 5 had a really cool mode as well. Um, Who knows? Who knows what's to come, but uh, still no like official official announcement just on a Warner Brothers conference call for their earnings. They said that 2023 is going to be a big year because Mortal Kombat 12 is launching this year. So confirmed. I feel like they should delay that out and uh, into a year with less fighting games. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. Um, The last thing I have here, we don't have to talk about it much, but there's still just a little more bubble on the Xbox Activision stuff. Uh, They signed a deal with Nintendo pending the approval of the merger that they will bring call of duty to nintendo systems which is so crazy because the call of duty doesn't come to nintendo systems no the funny the funny part of that to me is the fact that like one 
Call of Duty runs like crap on the consoles that it's already on. I know. Two, how the heck are you going to get it to run on Switch? Like, mm-hmm. even if they have new hardware coming, it's not going to be yeah, the best it's be hardware. Messy. Maybe the more interesting I, thing it's insane. is that they announced that it would come to NVIDIA cloud streaming as well. The GeForce yeah. Now. Which is interesting because that's a direct competitor to Game Pass and probably Game Pass's biggest competitor. Um, yeah. But, I mean, another show of good faith. They're doing anything that they can to get this deal fucking pushed. Literally, through, at this point, I just wish they would just let them have it and give up. It's, I'm yeah, so I, over I'm sick of discourse. it. Yeah, I I'm agree. so over it. And it's like, all I'm going to be losing is Call of Duty anyways, and I really don't care that much. I I know, I know. I'm so over Call of Duty. Um, yep, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, let's talk about what's coming up. There's, uh, there's some stuff, man. Uh, the March games are up for PlayStation Plus. It's Battlefield 2042, Code Vein, and Minecraft Dungeons. We will not talk about the shit show at the Fuck Factory because it's not worth our time. Xbox Live Games with Gold is a joke to the industry and an insult to Xbox gamers around the world. Um, let's get into what's coming soon. Today is March 3rd. Woe Long is out. We've talked about that at length already on this podcast. March 9th is a weird day, man. We've got a Capcom Spotlight happening, which is the third, I believe, Capcom Spotlight that's happened. They've announced that it's going to take a look at Exo Primal, Monster Hunter Rise, Street Fighter VI, Resident Evil 4 Remake. My guess, you got a prediction for this? You, you know what my guess is going to be? Street Fighter VI? Oh, uh, Shadow, maybe, maybe drop, a, stri- Shadow Drop Demo. Yeah, yeah, that was my prediction for the PlayStation soon, So that's what they're waiting for is for this. Yeah. I guarantee yeah. on Thursday, March 9th, we react to this thing, and then hours later, we're playing the Resident Evil 4 demo. It'll be pretty cool. Um, also happening on that day is the Nintendo Direct, the final Nintendo Direct for the final trailer for the Mario movie, which is going to be pretty cool. At the same time, the Mario Kart Deluxe 8, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass Wave 4 drops, which is pretty cool. It's got that original map based on Yoshi's Island, which I'm excited for. Uh, and then on the virtual console, Metroid Fusion is coming to the Game Boy Advance. So if you have the Switch Online with Expansion Pack, all of that happening on... I'm going to be live for like 10 hours on the 9th, just playing a bunch of shit. I'm excited. Um, Bayonetta Origins comes out on the 17th. WWE 2K23 also on the 17th. On the 21st is Chia, also coming to PlayStation Plus Essential and Premium. Can you believe that I know the names of the years these days have i said that on the show that i subscribed to a year of no i don't think you have yeah i'm a monster dude i shit on it all the time and i was just like you, yeah, you know what let's just do it 120 bucks let's get a year of this thing going so yeah I, what i did is uh i bought five years of playstation now before it mm. swapped over for 60 bucks and it automatically upgraded me to the highest tier for five years That's so i saved cool. I saved half the price for five yeah, years. Yeah, you saved like a thousand dollars. What a legend! A lot of money. Yeah. Uh, the twenty fourth. Um, Resident Evil Four. What do you got? Uh, no, you can continue with the the releases. I'll say it after. Uh, Last of Us comes to PC. Last of Us Part One on the twenty eighth. The same day as MLB The Show twenty three. The Sony published game that comes to everything under the sun, including Game Pass. Game baby. Pass. Interesting. <laughs> uh, something we haven't updated since we've done it. I don't think. Uh, me and Jake did a fantasy critic. Fantasy league, yeah. And, yeah. Wild times. And uh, it's going poorly I'm for me. Ahead by a yeah. wide margin. Yeah, it's um, not great. I I drafted. I counterpicked Destiny Two Lightfall, <laughs> um, 
not understanding what a counterpick was, but it's okay because it's getting bad reviews. So in the end, I can't it's believe be... it's doing so fucking poorly. It's honestly like, I don't know, I don't know. It's not getting many reviews, so they haven't actually logged yet. But it's yeah. all it's all going bad. You it counterpicked. Takes time. I counterpicked Fire Emblem Engage, which I think should have reviewed more poorly than it did. So I lost points there. I got fucking Monster Hunter Rise, which is good. It's my best game. It's at an eighty-eight. I got Persona 3 Portable, which only got an 81, compared to your Persona 4 Golden, which got an 88. Just losing left and right, bro. Yeah, your Dead Space, Dead Space remake, remake really came through. Yeah, 89. I, you know, I was looking at this list. I can't believe neither of us picked Octopath or Woe Long. I think I didn't pick Octopath because I didn't think it was going to evolve it enough. Yeah. Uh, which it turned out it did. And then Woe Long's getting like 88. And how scared were we of Harry Potter, dude? Oh, we were, we were terrified so of Hogwarts it, Legacy. I think, and it crushed. Yeah, it's Metacritic but it is like sense that we avoid it. It's, it's insane, like, dude. Is it 90s or something? I don't know, actually. I haven't looked in a while. It's Open Critic, not Metacritic, um, yeah. is what they review okay. based on. But it's, uh, 88 it's critics, high. 84 of the top critics. So 88's that's nice. a really good one. Yeah, disgusting. Oh, also, the fact that we couldn't... Uh, I, I could have picked Metroid Prime. It was on the list, but I didn't know what it was. It was Shadow Drops. Well, yeah, but like, it, like the top list that I just kind of scrolled through and picked my game mm. from instead of searching it. Yeah, it I don't know how that would have worked. Uh, I just would have had to get lucky because if it hadn't been yeah. dropped at all, then I would have been screwed. But um, mm. currently I'm in the lead with 59 points and Jake has 17 points. Um, my projected is 204 and Jake's is 172. So we'll 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 stop back in as the year progresses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and see how it goes. We'll take a look like every I, other month or something. Whenever something drastic happens. Yeah, I typically lose these kinds of things, so I wouldn't be surprised if it flipped around yeah. by the end. We'll see. We have a special uh, up on YouTube if you haven't seen it and you want to see exactly who picked what and why. Uh, I think it was a good special. It can't kind of came out. Yeah, well. it's uh, it's one of the highlighted videos on our channel. So if you just mm -hmm. click our channel, it, if you're if you're uh, subscribed, I believe it, it shows up. So make sure to At subscribe to our YouTube game channel. list show. Yeah, on YouTube. All right, you got anything else? Am I forgetting anything? Good show. We were we were we went long, man. Probably like two and a half show. hours I, long. After you know, I appreciate how we can argue about things and like fairly heated arguments but at the end of the day yeah. we just love video games and we get over yeah, it. Like, i think we we have the ability to talk about topics in a different way than most podcasts do just because they're afraid to hurt each other's feelings the small you know? guys man yeah yeah if we if we got bigger than we are we would probably tone it down a little bit to be quite honest because that's kind of just how like the industry works you get big enough you don't that wanna, you can't really you don't bite wanna... the hand that feeds if yeah, you want those you review can't, copies, you can't, uh, cut out any of your viewers by saying something they might disagree with. Yeah, I mean uh, that I'm not all that worried about, but right now we'll be the renegades of the industry and just say how we fucking feel. Yeah, but we, like we I feel like we have the good ability to argue with each other and bring up points and call each other out when we're being hypocrites. Oh and yeah, stuff that uh, a lot sure. of people don't have that, and I I enjoy no. that. I think it's a strength of our podcast. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I would like to get, you know, it's hard to find like other like-minded people like us. Like I really just like, mm -hmm. I would love to have a third person on more often or even like a fourth and have some real round table discussions. It's a lot of you yeah. and I in an echo chamber going back and we forth. Talk we talk a are, lot. 
We do. We do. I mean, this podcast would be fucking five and a half hours long if we had two more people here, which would be fine with me um, to make it a little less of an echo chamber. But it's tough to find people that are on the level and as interested in everything as we are. Yeah. You know, truly, truly interested in the industry that yeah. are outside of the industry. So if you're listening to this and you yeah. think that you'd be a fit, let us know. You don't hear I that have, if you disagree. I have no, friends <laughs> that I talk to about games, and, I, and then I start talking to them about industry stuff, and it just goes right over their head. They don't yeah. care about anything. They're like, that. no, Call of Duty comes out in November. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, calling his friends that I'm invitating. Um, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Where can they find you? Where can people find you? Uh, at Colleen underscore Twitter, Twitch, TikTok, yeah. YouTube. Oh, yeah. Where can they find me? I don't know. Come on, man. At your house? Besides there at Jake at Jake twitching without yeah. it, like twitching without a G. Hell yeah. K-A-U-L-I-N-E is how you spell Colleen for all of you keeping yeah. track at home. All right, Colin, last words. Take him away. Uh, I'm beating you at a, at a, at a, at a More like the God of Eyes up, Guardian. Eyes up, Guardian. Eyes I'm up, Guardian. Eyes up, Guardian.